0: Welcome to Twink Wars,
1: the podcast where we fawn all over season three of MTV's Teen Wolf. I'm Rashad. And I'm Heather. And today we're talking about season three, episode five, Frayed. But before we do that, you want to talk about showdowns where we lost an mvp
0: yes do we want to talk about how we've been doing (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) how has your weekend been how have you been
1: it's been fine i've been trying to rearrange things to prevent misha from destroying things as much as possible it's not really working i had to move my little velcro carpet wall thing that i have over there for her to climb on from one side of the archway to the other because she was using it to jump up on the bookshelf and knock that painting off the wall
0: she should audition to play (sighs) the live action spider cat
1: yeah it's frustrating now she just sits at the bottom of the bookshelf and looks up at it and meows forlornly because she desperately wants to get back up there and knock that painting off the wall again
0: That makes sense because I remember when she would always mess with the bookcase and I thought that she wanted to get inside of it, but I guess she always just wanted to get on top Um, of it.
1: Well, she also did want to get inside of it at one point because I did open the door for her a couple of times and she would just jump up on one of the shelves and just kind of sit there. And then I locked her in it. (laughs) For those of you, obviously, who cannot see my bookshelf, it's actually a china hutch. So it has glass doors that lock. So she's fascinated by the things in there that she can't get to
0: she just wants to read like her mom
1: mm-hmm. yeah okay. that's it <laughs>
0: that's cool there's nothing wrong with a uh, cat proofing your home
1: it's impossible but yes i, I can try
0: it what gives you something you? that do keeps you busy um <laughs> as usual i've been busy mm-hmm. uh my youngest niece graduated from the fifth grade Ooh. yes she is very excited to be a middle schooler
1: mm, i don't want i won't burst her bubble but middle school is the worst
0: I don't think it's going to be for her. She's very, very pretty and popular. And she's going to be a cheerleader. So I think she's going to have the best life. She's also very, like, confident.
1: That's what you need. Yeah. So she's just like... (laughs) Well, hopefully that doesn't mean that she will be making middle school horrible for someone else.
0: She won't. She's not that (laughs) kind of person.
1: It's... (laughs) She's
0: amazing. I really, truly love her. People think... They have all these like, preconceived notions about her because of, like, everything about her. Because she's so pretty, because Mm -hmm. she's popular, because she, like, is a model and, like, does commercials and everything like that. So everybody thinks that she's just, like, a monster because Mm -hmm. that's what the media has taught us that these people are like. (laughs) And she's confident and, like, very, like, stubborn and strong-headed, but she's not a bad person. She would Mm -hmm. never go out of her way to make anybody feel bad. In fact, she goes out of her way to make people feel accepted and comfortable. Um, awesome. She's very thoughtful and considerate. But so yeah, she, I'm not worried about her making anybody else miserable. and I'm not worried about anybody making her miserable. Well, there you go. So I'm very excited for her. She's the best. I <laughs> love her with my whole heart and she makes me so proud. Um, I'll talk about it more later, but I took her and her older sister to go see uh transformers ah. to uh like we saw it in 40x too so right. it was really fun <laughs> um but we'll talk more about that later and then um celebrated a lot of birthdays mm-hmm. my cousin's baby's birthday and uh two of my friends that are twins their birthday was today which is why i had a giant lunch mm. slash breakfast a brunch a giant brunch Why
1: well, you're not eating any of my enchilada uh casserole that i made <laughs> yeah i'm so sorry
0: but i am so full which is why i had to take a nap <laughs> but yeah so it's been a busy weekend oh and i played i started my new D campaign oh. yesterday which is also why i'm not drinking your wine because mm. i drink all day
1: it's fine with me more for me
0: yes and play D all day and it's really fun because i'm finally like playing a character and not just basically myself with mm. D&D abilities.
1: I feel like the only part of D&D that I would really get into is creating the character. Like, I don't actually want to play. I oh just want to make a character.
0: That gives me an idea. Maybe, um, the next time we start a new campaign, I'll have you make my character Ooh. for me and I'll just play it however you want me to play. Oh, and then I'll yeah. tell you everything that happens.
1: Fantastic. Love it.
0: Okay, yeah. That sounds like really <laughs> That's fun. Like,
1: I'll play D&D the same way I play video games. I'll just watch someone else do it. Yes.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh, that sounds... I love that idea so it'll probably be a while before i do a new campaign but cool. we will definitely do that i'm open to it because i think i like acting cool yeah fun so um now we can talk, now about, we'll our talk topic. about our
1: topic look if we ever have an episode where we do everything in the order we intended to i just I'm without not gonna... us having to remind one another what yeah, we're supposed to it's do it's not gonna feel like us
0: no i like the <laughs> chaos
1: okay so topic episodes of a tv or movie scenes or whatever yeah, basically They're like showdown events yeah, where the the protagonists and the antagonists come together intentionally to fight
0: yes and not they don't have to lose somebody but more often than not somebody yeah. gets
1: otherwise it's kind of like anticlimactic
0: yes so, so my first example that i picked was in season five of supernatural mm-hmm. When Meg sicks the hellhounds on the hunters and Joe and Ellen blow themselves up to save the Winchesters.
1: Yep. So they had come to this town to face off against Lucifer. Yeah. And that doesn't go well.
0: No, it never
1: does. <laughs> it never does. No. Um. Yeah, that's a really sad episode. I think I cry every time I watch that.
0: It was really or sad. Or tear up at
1: least. Um, another one that we both talked about is... Season five of Buffy. Yeah. Uh, where we lose Buffy. <laughs> chef's kiss.
0: We also lost Glory. like Yeah. yeah. But I, I only mourn Glory because she was hilarious. Yeah. She was so funny. I really loved her as a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hated Ben. But only because, like, he turned out to be such a weasel.
1: Yeah. Like, for most of the season, you're like, you feel bad for him. And then, nope.
0: He starts helping, but also I mean I totally understand why he did what he did.
1: Mainly yeah, because I mean, glory
0: explained it to everybody. But still, I'm like, dude, you literally have like an evil goddess inside of you. Mm-hmm. Just take an L for the universe for the world. Yeah, he was weak. He was. Yeah, and that's why Giles did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. And I will forever love him for that.
1: Um, let's see what else.
0: Infinity War.
1: Yes lost a lot of people in that one yeah (laughs) um but that yeah so they had two confrontations basically they had the fight in wakanda yes with what the children of thanos is that what they went by
0: the black order that's what they're called i think they
1: call themselves both but yes yeah 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 and then on the planet the other planet Thanos' home world
0: oh yeah uh
1: titan titan against thanos yep and that doesn't go well for anyone either. Well, no. it goes well for Thanos. Yeah, they did pretty <laughs> good, Euro. though. Everybody yeah. was holding
0: their own. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, lots of power flexing. Yeah. Wanda and Thor carried everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. That's and... when I
1: started to be like, holy shit, I love Wanda. Yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> My, and Okoye, has
0: the best line in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Why was she up there all this time? Yeah. Good question. Very good. She was focused on her man. That's which I think is like just a good character point mm-hmm. that like everybody else is fighting for their lives and all she can think about is vision, which explains why we got Wanda Vision.
1: And it, ugh, I just love Wanda. She's great. I support her rights and her wrongs. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I support women's rights and women's wrongs. Yes. That's it. That's what I meant to say. Yes. <laughs> um. Let's see what else. What else? What else? You talked about, you mentioned the magicians. Will yes.
0: I- when they show down. With the Beast, mm-hmm. and Alice is using that mega spell, and everybody's like, bro, stop. And she's like, mm, no, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And then she just, like, kills herself trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And the Beast is like, ha, 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 you dumb bitch. And then she's like, ha, 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 I'm not even human anymore. It and worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I need to rewatch it. I talk uh, yeah, about it so much.
1: Did you ever finish it? I did. I watched okay. it
0: all. I was not a fan of the fifth season. N- I don't think anyone was. And not even because one of the main characters was no longer on the show. It was because they had so many missed opportunities.
1: I don't even remember what happens in the fifth season. I would have to rewatch it. I didn't hate it. I wasn't as mad as everybody else was. I think...
0: No, it wasn't where they tried to get magic back. Because I felt like that was the one with the keys. Yeah, I just need to to rewatch the whole
1: series again because... Besides the first season, I kind of don't remember a lot. Yeah, and the
0: episode that I just talked about is like one of the first early episodes of the second season.
1: Anywho, I think that was all the ones we were going to talk about, right? Yeah. Cool. Like our shortest topic period ever.
0: Because we actually (laughs) talked about it before we were on the show. What a novel idea. I know.
1: Okay, so this episode, season three, episode five, Frayed. It aired July 1st, 2013. It was directed by Robert Hall and written by Angela Harvey.
0: It had a viewership of 1.63 million, which is down, but like not bad.
1: And as far as trivia this week, there were a couple things on the website, but some of them are stupid, as usual. Like Mm -hmm. one of them was, the words that Styles quizzes Scott about are significant to the episode. Like, no That's
0: literally every episode.
1: That is not trivia. That is a fact pay attention
0: yes
1: (laughs) the only trivia that i thought was interesting is the guy who played jared Mm -hmm. the kid who's gonna throw up jeremiah sutheim i guess um is another online contest winner so he was a fan who won a contest oh i love that he does a really good job of looking like he's gonna throw up
0: i thought he was like a character that i had seen before but just didn't have a big part
1: nope he was just a fan like, um, other, whatever. We still don't know the other girl's name.
0: Yeah, but, like, I love that for her, too. Yeah. I love this show.
1: They chose good fans, too, because they both did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, usually, you'd expect that to just kind of be, like, they, they walk up and say one line awkwardly and leave, but... <laughs> yeah, no, they did, they had,
0: like, definitive moments. They actually yeah. have, like, key moments mm-hmm. in the episodes that they're in. Yeah. They're not, like, super huge, but... They and, serve a purpose.
1: And we've already seen that girl twice, and we will see her again this season, and we do see Jer- Jared again also. Later. Okay. Yeah.
0: Good. I love that for both of yeah. them.
1: Um, as far as music, the only song that I recognized and that stood out to me is the London Grammar song, Hey Now, that plays in the flashback where Scott came to talk to Allison in her room.
0: Oh, okay. Um, London Grammar stands out to me, but not the song. Yeah.
1: I'm, I have that album saved on my Spotify. I'm but.
0: pretty sure I do, too. Because I'm pretty sure London Grand London Grandin. London <laughs> so Grandin. was a thing during this era of television. Oh, yeah.
1: And I'm pretty sure I started listening to them because of Teen Wolf. There's a lot of artists that I started listening to because of Teen Wolf.
0: Yeah, it was like overlap with Teen Wolf and the Vampire Diaries. I was mm-hmm. pretty much just getting all my music from those two shows for... Yeah quite a few years
1: same um there was another song called uh this is what it sounds like by of verona which when i read that mm-hmm. thought oh i'll probably recognize that song that sounds familiar that band sounds familiar but i didn't
0: i love the band of verona <laughs> yeah but i don't remember the <laughs> song
1: it was playing in the car with allison and lydia but me
0: look at allison getting her own little soundtrack this episode yeah. well
1: there was other songs too i just didn't write them down because i didn't care Fair enough. The usual. Yeah. So I'm not reading a whole list of songs and everybody's like, uh,
0: well, that's why I prefer, I prefer it that way <laughs> yeah. that you only talk about <laughs> the ones that you care about. Because they're probably going to be the only ones that I care about as mm-hmm.
1: well. All right. So previously on Teen Wolf, Derek and Jennifer flirted even though she thought he was there to kill her for some reason. Mm. Um, Scott and Allison need to talk, but they really haven't yet. Decalion wants Derek to kill his pack and join the alpha pack. And Isaac is still mad because the Alpha Pack killed Anonymous Mystery Woman at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. Um, and that's pretty much it.
0: And then the summary for this episode is basically the kids are on their way to a cross-country meet and they're on the bus. Well, when I say the kids, I mean specifically Scott, Styles, Isaac, Ethan, and Boyd, who I didn't even know was on cross-country.
1: Yeah, apparently he is now.
0: Yeah, and I make a comment about that as we get more into the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're all on the bus. And we see Ethan and Danny becoming more of a thing this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Allison and Lydia are also trailing the bus. And Styles knows all about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, we find out that Derek is supposedly dead. But... We also know that Derek is just really good at getting beat almost to death. Yeah. So he's not actually dead, but Scott thinks he's dead the entire episode. Right. Actually, everybody thinks he's dead the entire episode. We find out that there there's a lot of flashbacks, a lot of jumping around. We find out that Deaton and Bianca Lawson are brother and sister. Yep. Uh, we find out that, well, we don't really find out, but it's pretty much implied that Bianca Lawson is the Alpha Pax, like hostage druid yeah (laughs) sure (laughs) she's not exact we it's always been implied that like whatever arrangement they have is strictly business and she's not hanging out with them because she wants to be there yeah from the moment we found out that they she was involved with them it has never seemed like a situation where she got anything out of it and then um allison just is like continuing to step up as a hunter and a part of scott's pack Mm -hmm. and the coach is like more dickish than usual (laughs) Uh, this episode i didn't really like him this episode but that's about it there's just like the big showdown flashback because it was a flashback it's not really something that gets built up to yeah it it was more irritating than anything but i didn't hate it
1: we can go ahead and get yeah let's
0: just dive in
1: So we start off with them on the bus, and you can see there's, like, a storm brewing. Oh, yeah, that green
0: screen is putting in work.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And Boyd and Isaac are talking about trying not to think about something, but we don't know what it is yet.
0: Yeah, and they are not pleased that Ethan is on the bus with them, but that's literally any day of the week. They are not pleased that he's anywhere near them.
1: Right, but we know that something happened. Yes. Um, And we see that Danny and Ethan are kind of flirting, and Ethan is waiting for a text about something
0: Yeah Danny asks him about it And he's like no it's not important
1: No it's nothing to worry They about. are a
0: very cute couple Yeah. If I didn't know <laughs> who Ethan was I'd just be like look at Danny his little ginger
1: Yeah and then we zoom back to or whatever like Pan to whatever you want Yeah the back it.
0: of the bus which is like my favorite spot On the bus when I was yeah. a kid
1: Yeah Um, Scott looks like shit Yeah
0: and he's <laughs> Like napping,
1: and he's having a little bit of a flashback, just a hint of a flashback, where we just kind of hear screaming.
0: Yeah, at first I thought it was a dream. Yeah, because it was a woman screaming. I yeah, thought.
1: who would yeah. that? Who would that? Cora doesn't scream like that.
0: No, would- so I thought he was like dreaming about Allison falling or something.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense now that I think about first,
0: it. First, but whatever. We find out what he's remembering. We find out what's going on later on in the episode. Yeah,
1: and Styles is helping Scott study his i guess SAT yeah, well, he's words. just
0: like it's a vocabulary yeah i guess it was for a vocabulary test i looked at the app that he was using oh. <laughs> to like scroll through and find all these words i didn't bother like writing down all of them
1: i don't really see how anachronism has anything to do with this episode but maybe they just threw that one in first
0: anachronism um
1: nothing is out of time
0: uh the order of scenes sometimes in this episode
1: yeah but that's not what that means
0: (laughs) i know i guess it's just like meta i don't know
1: or maybe they were just like okay so they're doing a vocabulary test and we're gonna show that the rest of these words have something to do with the episode or
0: maybe we're just zeroing in too hard on the wrong words i
1: don't know styles also says incongruous is the next word and it's incongruous that they are going to this cross-country meet Considering what just happened. Of course, they still don't tell us what that is yet. Yeah. And they're taking a... It's a five-hour bus trip to this cross-country meet. Ugh. Yeah, that's not worth it. And uh, Scott does not want to talk about the Duroc.
0: No. And we also find out that Scott is wounded. Yes. And that's... And it came from an alpha, which is why it hasn't healed yet. And why he's just, like, out of it and not...
1: Well, Scott says it's not healing yet because it's from an alpha, but... Then Styles brings up Isaac and Boyd are fine. Yes. They were also scratched up by Alphas, so that that can't just be it. Exactly. Um, but Scott, you know, Scott's saying that they're here because there's safety in numbers, to which Styles replies, there's also death in numbers. It's called a massacre. Yeah. Or a bloodbath. And then or a slaughter. Then <laughs> that's
0: when Scott finally says he can't believe it. He can't believe Derek is dead. And at that point, because I didn't remember what happened in this episode... I was like, he's definitely not dead, but I'm sure he'll wish that he was when we find out whatever happened to him. Yeah. And as
1: usual, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would probably be easier to keep track of the episodes where Derek is not horribly wounded. Yeah. Than it would be to keep track of his wounds. Yeah.
0: And as a point blank, if they don't see, if you don't see Derek's body and don't have constant like eyes on yeah. that body at all times, I'm just going to assume he's alive and he's just like licking his wounds somewhere. Right. Cause he just—I
1: mean, even if it wasn't a pattern with Derek, obviously he's a main character, and I think it's pretty safe to assume he didn't die in a flashback. No, no, his death <laughs> is going to didn't be. See
0: uh, that just makes me think of somebody who died in the final season of True Blood off-screen, mm-hmm. and I thought <laughs> I that knew that's it,
1: where you were going with that.
0: Yes, I was like, there's no way that person's dead, and yeah. then. They're like, "Oh no, that person did die." That I was like, awful. fucking bullshit." Screen. Oh my god. Fuck season 6 of True Blood mm-hmm. that forever.
1: Show, oh god. There's a lot of shows that go downhill after a certain season, but that one really went downhill like hard. Yeah. In fact, I don't think I watched that season opener and then I think I never finished that season. I never finished the show.
0: There's no reason to. No. It was awful. Mhm. But moving on. Anyway? Yes.
1: Um, okay. So we go to the credits and when we come back, we see that Allison and Lydia are driving behind the bus, following the bus. Allison is very tense about it.
0: She is very concerned.
1: Yes. And Lydia is kind of making fun of her. Am I too close? So it depends. Are you planning to mount the bus? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So basically, Allison says that, you know, Scott started all of this because he came to see her and then we have the flashback between the two of them.
0: Yes, because Scott found one of Allison's arrows. that she left behind at the school. Yes. From where she helped out the night they caught Boyd and Cora. And then Scott and Allison start flirt fighting.
1: Yes. He, which... I just think... Well, I I mean, I like the scene in general. And like we've already established, they have so much better chemistry and they're so much like hotter together. Yeah.
0: When they're broken up. Exactly. <laughs> when they're just not on.
1: Right. When they're trying to hold back.
0: Yeah. It's... Yeah. i think that's what they really needed was just some restraint yes like if they were together (laughs) and they could just hold back and like maybe tried not to be all over each other Mm -hmm. all the time i think we wouldn't have had any annoyances with them the first two seasons
1: i do think it's very cute when scott is talking about you know he flicks the little arrowhead and says he looked it up yeah (laughs) he's like yeah these are you know He's talking about their like military grade blah blah blah
0: also literally nobody even her dad doesn't use
1: arrows Yes, yeah, but it's still funny
0: oh wait did chris use arrows in the
1: beginning like a crossbow or anything mm, i feel like the he able- may have a one one time or maybe he might have used a crossbow at
0: yeah some point, something like that
1: i don't think he's ever used like an actual bow and arrow
0: no yeah that's definitely just her thing yeah but nobody else is gonna leave those lying around the school no <laughs> <laughs> And um, I felt really bad when Scott kind of, sort of, hurt her.
1: Pretty sure her pride was more hurt than her wrist. Oh, for sure. Because they're having this whole back and forth about how Allison, of course, is always, you know, adamant that she can take care of herself and she can go head to head with any supernatural creatures. And
0: exactly. Scott's
1: trying to tell her, like, no, you can't.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> Scott is trying to convince her that it's too dangerous and the alphas are scary. Mm-hmm. But... I will admit that he's acting like Allison didn't take down Erica, Boyd, and Isaac on her own.
1: Yeah. Scott, Erica, and Boyd at that time were not a big threat.
0: You mean Isaac? Isaac. Yes. Erica. But yeah, th- I mean, there's still not really much. Well, Erica's a non-factor right. now.
1: I'm just saying, like, comparing them, taking them down to fighting an alpha pack, not the same.
0: Oh, very much <laughs> not the same. But, like, she also shanked the Kanama for all the good that mm. that did her. Yeah, I, That's the biggest threat that she's ever gone toe-to-toe with.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it would have killed her.
0: Oh, for sure. So.
1: Circumstances saved her life. Right. They have a fun little back and forth sparring session and Scott ultimately wins.
0: Yep. And then he leaves and we find out that the Argent's live in an apartment now. Mm -hmm. And then we find out that the Alphas live there too. Yep. Because Deucalion loves to be on elevators with Scott. Yes. (laughs) The Alphas in general just like being on elevators with Scott.
1: Hmm. Him and Ennis- um, so Scott rushes over to Derek's place to tell him that he found out that Dukeyan lives there, and you're like, yeah, yeah, we know.
0: Yeah, we and because um, Boyd and Cora followed the Alphas at some point and found out where they live. Yeah, and I love Boyd's outfit. He <laughs> looks I
1: did make really a comment good. about that. I, I, think. I mean, he looks good, but he also does kind of look like like a bouncer at a gay club.
0: He does. <laughs>
1: like, I don't, it doesn't look like his look.
0: No, it doesn't look like <laughs> Boyd at all. No. But I, it was working for me. Yeah, I was I mean, like, damn.
1: He's trying something new.
0: Yeah, he's like, mm, I gotta remind everybody how hot I am. Mm-hmm. It's working. It is. Ugh.
1: The schemers are scheming, as Peter says, because he's there with them. And they have yeah. the blueprints for, what, the apartment building?
0: I thought that at first, but I think it's for the mall okay. that they end up fighting in later. I guess so. Because...
1: What do you need blueprints for a mall? It's just a big open, empty space.
0: I will say this is... This episode was a little messier in terms of things. Were they just... Only in the sense that they left out information
1: mm-hmm.
0: more often than they have this season. Well... Because, like, we never knew what the plan was or how they were planning to go I after...
1: If, I don't know if it's necessary, though.
0: It's not. It wasn't an issue for me. Yeah. I was just like, there are things... I had more questions about what was going on, but it, it wasn't so egregious that I dwelled on them.
1: It wasn't one of those times where it's like... None of this Obvious, makes sense. Yeah, you should have told us. This and I'm frustrated. Kind of like, well, no. Fine. So like, we
0: just knew that they had a plan, but we didn't yeah. really know what the plan was. But, I, but think, I mean, I
1: think we can all assume it was not a good one.
0: Oh, yeah. None of their plans are good, <laughs> no. especially with the people planning it. Uh
1: huh.
0: I'm like, Derek's pack has never been effective at anything.
1: Mm-mm. Peter is. Peter only shows up to talk shit at them and tell them why their plan is a bad idea and why they should it. Yeah,
0: Peter reminds me of Apocalypse from the X-Men he's a villain that seems like he should be a very big deal and he's very grandiose and he postures a lot but all of his plans are pretty much dog shit and he always he fails which is like the nature of villains in superhero things but like it's just
1: well yeah he's not plotting or planning anything now yeah the way
0: that they carry themselves like Ducalion carries himself but he can also back his shit up
1: at this Peter. point, Peter only shows up to make everybody annoyed.
0: Yeah, and that's kind and of what off. Apocalypse does in the X Men, and yeah. they very much just remind me of each other. It's very irritating.
1: Take your word for it. Yeah. So we talk about they have this little plan, and then we get a little bit of a flashback showing that it does not go well.
0: Yeah. What and a shock. Also, Derek's pack is volunteering Scott that he's going to help them yeah. attack the Alpha pack. Of course. Because they just assume that Scott's going to be involved.
1: He is. Oh, well, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He, I mean, they're not wrong, but he, so they annoying. know that
1: if they get themselves into some shit, then Scott is going to help. Yeah. He's going to try to help them.
0: I was not enjoying this slow motion wolf fight. I didn't like
1: I'm used to the slow motion at this point. It just
0: well, like the wolf fight specifically, not the slow motion part didn't bother me. Yet, but like they were actually moving slow instead of being slowed down.
1: Oh, I guess I didn't notice.
0: It was I'm glad that it was as short as it was because I was like, <laughs> this doesn't look good
1: compared to everything
0: up to this point
1: well I guess maybe compared to the rest of this season I just compare it to like seasons 1 and 2 where it was just like EDM and choppy cuts of them just kind of
0: I'm definitely holding this episode to the standards of like this season
1: Mm.
0: it didn't look good but it was fine Mm -hmm. and then we flash to the bus
1: where we find out that Jared is carsick
0: yes very and
1: he again is doing a very good job of convincing me that he's about to throw up because it makes me kind of sick yeah think
0: about it <laughs> he was doing a really good job i felt really bad for him yeah. i don't get car sick, oh, but i've I seen do. people get car sick, and really i good. felt for him
1: mm-hmm. we get more confirmation that scott is not healing at all
0: yeah he starts bleeding which I, i'm like i don't know why he decided to not cover his open wound i don't know especially when his mother is literally a nurse
1: i guess well i guess if he just kind of assumed it would heal not get worse i guess he's kind of gotten used to it just taking care of itself yeah, but I feel like but he had still. plenty of
0: time between that fight and him getting on a bus for a yeah. school trip to figure out this hasn't closed up. It's at least bleeding. cover it up so that it doesn't bleed through your clothes or so that your clothes don't press up against your wound and heal up in it, Ew. which yeah. would be terrible. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's allowed to, like,
1: be messy. They talk about the fact that Ethan is listening in to everything they say, which, yeah. I mean, even if he wasn't trying to.
0: Well, for once, Scott and Silas are talking relatively quietly. Yeah. But but the three people they're talking about have super hearing and are listening to every word.
1: Again, like they could not not hear them. Yeah. They can hear everything everyone is saying on that bus. There's no avoiding it.
0: And, you know, for the sake of it being a TV show, they have to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. But if they really wanted to be smart about it, they could just text each other.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But look who we're talking about. Yeah. Scott is confident that nobody is going to make a move on the bus in front of everyone. Yeah. Then we cut back to the planning session, and I know that because this is where I made the note about Boyd's best.
0: Yes. And um, (laughs) Peter is being the voice of reason and agreeing with Scott about not attacking the alphas. Mm
1: -hmm. So they say they're not attacking the pack. They're just going after Deucalion, which is stupid. Yeah. I don't know why they thought that would work.
0: He's literally the demon wolf, destroyer of worlds.
1: Even if they could get him alone, which is unlikely,
0: I don't think they would take all their asses. Yeah. Yeah, um, like, you can't even take his minions individually.
1: Yeah. So Peter and Scott are talking about how, okay, so they're talking about killing Deucalion is like cutting off the head of the snake.
0: Yeah, the Hydra, specifically. But,
1: but then Peter says it's not a snake, it's a Hydra. And when you cut off one head, two more grow back.
0: And Peter's impressed Scott knows about the Hydra. Like, it isn't one of the most common legends it's in all of history. But he's smart now.
1: He, and Well, that's news to some people.
0: And well, I'm just pretty sure everyone in that room has seen Disney's Hercules because they're all children. And I just feel like we all know about the Hydra.
1: Well, yeah, but it's totally in character for Peter to assume that Scott wouldn't know that because A, it's Scott, B, it's Peter.
0: Fair enough. (laughs) He assumes that Scott's an idiot, but that's one of those things where I feel like the Hydra is just common knowledge. Like you passively learn about the Hydra
1: but you'd also be surprised on what you'd think is common knowledge that some people don't know.
0: True. But, like, I'm not gonna. Now I'm starting to think of, like, an example of something, but we're not gonna do that.
1: No, we're getting off track. That anyway. will
0: derail us. So
1: then we cut back to Lydia and Allison, and we see that Lydia is studying thermodynamics.
0: Yeah, so we can remember that she is smart as fuck. Right.
1: Do they make school textbooks about thermodynamics? i
0: was under the impression that that was although that was a textbook on it i don't think
1: outside reading
0: yeah i'm pretty sure that was just a college book that Mm -hmm. she had because she has already read every curriculum based book for her school year and now she's outsourcing
1: (laughs) sure so lydia points out that allison is out of gas or about to be
0: allison um, figures out that there's something going on between aiden and lydia which
1: i don't understand We've established this before. I don't understand Lydia in general when it comes to men sometimes. Mm-hmm. But this in particular, especially now that she knows that he's an alpha who has been repeatedly trying to kill her friend.
0: I I don't think that they're telling her everything.
1: Styles told her about the alpha pack.
0: Yeah, but I don't think he went in depth with it. I, I know you were going to make that face when I said it, <laughs> but I'm, that's the only way that I can rationalize that she is still doing this. Well, actually, you know what?
1: i don't believe that there's anything that Styles doesn't go in depth about then in hindsight when i think about
0: lydia and this aiden thing i think that lydia is very into aiden mainly because she shouldn't be i guess they've only been fucking up with people that aren't really that close to her because like lydia's not that close to any of derek's pack she's only really attached to like scott and friends Who just keep inserting themselves into this Derek's Pack business. And so if me thinking about like my toxic taste in men. (laughs) And when I'm fucking around with somebody that I shouldn't be. Like I get it. I just get it.
1: There's toxic taste in men and like dating an asshole or whatever. And then there's dating a guy who's literally trying to murder people.
0: And yeah I get it.
1: (laughs) I well and. To say you would you understand her being attracted to a murderer.
0: I understand her being attracted to him, and especially because she, it's just sex to her. I'm not saying it's good, I'm not saying it should make sense. I just, I just get expect
1: it. more from Lydia at this point,
0: yeah. And
1: I guess I'm wrong.
0: She's a teenage girl <laughs> who dated Jackson for years.
1: Jackson wasn't a murderer, he was just a jerk. Mm. I mean, he was as the cannibal, but that was not his fault. Yeah, this uh. is a literal
0: murderer. <laughs> well, as far as she knows, he's just an attempted murderer. <laughs> okay, because they don't know that the alpha, like how the alphas get their power, like they why know they're so tough.
1: That they killed Braden. True. Wait, do they? Like Isaac does, and I'm sure he's told everyone. He's yeah. told everyone why he hates them.
0: Okay. Hmm. She. Knows. I just get it. I don't think it's a
1: good choice. I don't. I'm disappointed in her.
0: I mean, you can be... I'm not thrilled about this. I'm just saying I understand it. That's really my only opinion on the Aiden and Lydia situation. (sighs) I just understand it. It's not a good thing. No. She's of an age right now where she is not really thinking about it. But I'm sure she looks back on it and she's like, "Mm,
1: not my best move. (laughs) I would hope so. But then I also had to question their choice to hook up in Coach's office. Like, is that after school or... Do they both have, like, a, what is, I don't know what it's called, but, like, the kink where you want someone to walk in on you?
0: Oh, yeah, the getting caught kink?
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because, I mean, come on.
0: Knowing Lydia, as smart as she is, she probably knows exactly where the coach is, what he's doing, and how long it would take him to get back there. So I would anticipate (laughs) her having enough forethought to pick, like, an ideal hookup spot.
1: I guess. Whatever. Anyway, back to the... Bus, they're stuck in a traffic jam because there was some accident ahead of them. And Boyd Boyd's, is ready
0: to snap. Yeah,
1: he starts to wolf out. And then right after that, we get a flashback again to Decalion taunting Scott in the elevator.
0: Yeah, who, like Alpha Peter, reminds Scott that he is not a threat.
1: Yep. Um, and that talks about how someday he might realize that the only way to protect some uh, one person is to kill another.
0: And he wants to see what Scott's made of.
1: Ducalion just really wants to get convince other people to kill people.
0: <laughs> yeah, he loves it.
1: So we get more flashback to the fight, and there's a particular clip of Scott falling down.
0: Oh, before we do that, um, when Scott gets off the elevator, a whole bunch of people get on, and Ducalion asks someone to hit the button for the penthouse. Yeah. And, bitch, you were already on the elevator when all those people got on there.
1: Yeah, so, just sitting there yeah like, <laughs> he's like oh thank god someone else is here I didn't know what button was like,
0: this rude little boy would not press the penthouse button
1: I've just been stuck in this elevator for forever. 20 minutes it's been crazy
0: but like that's really my only comment about that it just made me laugh <laughs> yeah. when he did that okay so um, now we cut to uh, Ennis yes. and Derek falling to their deaths All
1: right, and there's just a little clip where you see Scott falling to the ground and I just made a note that I could tell that Tyler was trying really hard not to fuck up those claws. Yeah, Like the way his hands hit the yeah, ground. You get still, <laughs> like, oh yes, I made note of that too. Yeah, especially as someone who's recently been trying out uh, press-on nails. Yes. I, I, I know when it's somebody who's trying not to pop a nail off. <laughs> yes.
0: I clocked that during the wolf fight as well.
1: Yeah. So Derek and Ennis fall off the edge of the whatever, and crash onto these escalators, and we get a shot of Derek look laying there motionless with his eyes open he looks pretty fucking dead
0: he does but that's on a smaller scale of shit I've seen happen to Derek right where I thought he was dead <laughs> he just had the wind knocked out. I was him. like he just fell down <laughs> I was like I've seen the boy impaled mm-hmm. multiple times last week yes that looked a lot worse than falling yeah from really didn't. high up and then we have this weird exchange mm-hmm. with Peter and Cora where he walks up behind her and is like it's just me your uncle Uncle Peter. And she goes, Uncle Peter, who killed Sister Laura.
1: You're Right. Just trying to point out, yeah, you saying your uncle, you're my uncle does not comfort me at all. You did kill my sister. Yeah. And <laughs> just the
0: way that they said it, it was weird to me. I'm like, you could just say it's just Uncle I it. Peter. I got it. And also it's like, yeah, the dude who killed my sister. The Sister Laura thing is the really, the part where I was just like.
1: Well, it's not something weird. she would, it's not like she goes around calling her Sister Laura. I'm just like, she was just emphasizing the point i think
0: okay we'll go with that i didn't like it but it's fine not a big deal um and, and the course, bodies have disappeared
1: yes and oh, well of course peter points out well did derek mention that he killed me too you deserved it yeah she there's totally a difference did.
0: <laughs> did she not just point out that she killed her sister yeah
1: and then he somehow claims that he doesn't know if he can trust her because well, she says you know me for seventeen years, and he points out, "No, I've known you, you for 11. eleven, and then for the last six years, I thought you were six dead. months, six years.
0: No, yeah, six. oh yeah, now. six were unaccounted for. Right? Okay, yeah. yeah, I thought he said months for some reason.
1: Okay, um, but yes, the bodies have disappeared, and they don't know whether that means one or both of them is still alive. Then we have some voiceover between Deaton and Scott." Where Scott's trying to get some advice on what to do about, basically, what to do about Derek's shitty pack.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Deaton says for him to lead them.
1: Yes, don't try to stop them, lead them. Because they need a leader and they don't have one right now. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> somehow Scott has become better suited for, well, not somehow, but Scott yeah. is better suited for that than Derek.
1: So he goes up to Boyd and he takes a hold of his arm his wrist and to stop him and he's basically like just tell me what your plan is what's your brilliant plan to attack ethan on this bus and i will help you yeah which of course talk brings him back down a little bit like no you're right well first he's like i don't have a plan i don't give a shit
0: once scott has that situation like diffused he Mm -hmm. goes back to styles who wants to know why ethan keeps checking his phone and both he and scott hate that ethan is sitting with danny which, and, that would eat me up, too.
1: And Styles points out that he has a very perceptive eye for evil. Mm-hmm. He true. does. He does. You should and trust s- him. <laughs> he should. <laughs>
0: so then Styles decides to text Danny and ask him why he keeps checking his phone. And yeah. Danny says no. Danny telling Styles no is such a...
1: I love the
0: Danny and Styles yeah, dynamic. Too.
1: Danny's like, will you please stop cock-blocking me? I'm trying to hit on this guy. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Styles obviously is not taking no for an answer.
0: No, and he just keeps blowing mm-hmm. him up.
1: Danny, silence your phone.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I think the main thing is that Danny wants to know just as bad.
1: Yeah, I think Danny finds Styles like equal parts irritating and amusing. Yes, <laughs> like right now more irritating than amusing. But he's still kind of like,
0: <sighs> yeah. Well, he, uh.
1: he he concedes basically. He's like, okay, fine. Yeah, and (laughs) also they're just,
0: like, I mean, you can tell that they're actual friends. Yeah. Even though he's not not part of the pack, you can definitely tell that they're friends.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have each other's phone number.
0: Yeah. Which is cute. And they've been bonding. I bet they're probably even closer now that Jackson's not around, like, Mm. being a dick. Because Danny doesn't have his best friend anymore. He's better off without him. Oh, easily. (laughs) Fucking easily. Yeah. But uh Danny finally caves and he tells mm-hmm. Styles that Ethan said someone he knows is sick and might not survive.
1: Well, first Ethan turns around to look at them and Scott and Styles both like jump down to hide. Like yeah. obviously come on. <laughs> but smooth with guys. I would have
0: just like bucked at him I'm like, What? <laughs> yeah. Because I hate Ethan. Well,
1: that would make sense,
0: but Yeah. But it's fine. They're it was for comedic effect. That's what they do.
1: So we know that Ennis is dying but not dead yet. And yes. that's when we cut to Deaton's office again and lo and behold there they are bringing him to a vet.
0: Yeah, the whole <laughs> well, not the whole alpha pack. No. Specifically Kali, Ennis, Aiden, and Bianca Lawson. Cuz yes. I don't like calling her Morell.
1: You could call her Marin, that's her first name.
0: Oh, Marin. So Mar- Marin Morell. Yeah. Weird. Mhm. I'm just going to keep calling her Bianca Lawson. Okay. But I do like Marin better than Morell. Yeah. I don't like that. I,
1: my question here was okay, so she's asking Deaton to open the gate. Why can't she open it?
0: I was under the impression that there is like some magic mumbo jumbo going on that we don't know about with that door. There ha-
1: I guess there must be because I thought it was just mountain ash.
0: I feel Deaton is like much more assertive and confident when he's inside of that building. So I think that there's more magic stuff that works in his favor
1: Well, yeah, inside of the clinic. Up until now, it's always made sense just because he's always been confronted by a werewolf who cannot get past a mountain ash barrier. But she obviously could if she wanted to. I bet that
0: she could go through that door like, if she wanted to, but I don't think that even if she could go through it, I don't think that they could. No. And I don't think that they would have let her go go through the door without them to get out of reach maybe so, so it's not that
1: she couldn't open it it's just that she's saying you need to yeah to let us in that's the impression that i got <laughs> that okay that works for me so i guess just being close to the mountain ash barrier or at least reminded that it is mountain ash negates their powers because collie gets all up in his face and then he's like not here and she deflates
0: yeah, I don't think it's the mountain. <laughs> Again, I think that they're... He's, I think he, he can do more inside he's got of the... some kind of mojo. Yeah, like, if they decided to start some shit in there, he could fuck them up inside mm-hmm. of the clinic. Maybe. That's the impression that I got. And she's like, oh, maybe.
1: <laughs> All right. Maron points out that if Ennis dies, then the Alphas are going to be on basically the warpath, and they're going to want revenge, which means... Scott, Scott will find his way her. into the middle of it. Yes.
0: So Deaton opens the door,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then we cut to Coach freaking out.
1: Yeah, and he's an empathetic vomiter. So if Jared vomits, he is going to vomit too.
0: Yeah, and Styles is getting super annoyed and decides to call Lydia and Allison.
1: Yeah, because but- basically Coach is saying, no matter what, there's a minor tornado warning. They're stuck in traffic. Jared's going to vomit all over everything. Doesn't matter. We are not stopping this bus
0: <laughs> for any reason. We are
1: getting to this cross country match. Yeah. So it's then Styles calls them.
0: Yes, and apparently Scott is
1: not healing, and he's starting to ooze like black goo. Yes, and Styles—he's known that they've been following him them for hours, and it's pathetic. Yeah. And, and Lydia's is, a terrible liar. Yep,
0: <laughs> absolutely. And Coach is just a fucking asshole.
1: He's really got his mindset on getting to this cross country match,
0: mm-hmm. and Lydia is like, "Get creative," and so then Styles decides to make Jared puke. Finally, so yeah, we before go to a we, rest stop.
1: Well, before we get to that, we have a funny bit between coach and styles mm-hmm. of course with the whistle which we all know and love it yeah i mean coach is being an asshole but it's funny yeah and then just the face that styles makes looking at jared mm-hmm. before we they oh yeah he sits down so with funny. jared that demented look on his face
0: <laughs> i know it reminds me of um when he decided to just get his dad drunk so that he could in the first season
1: yeah, I mean, so this is, this is obviously more... Uh, malicious. Means, yeah, malicious, that's <laughs> yeah. the <word. laughs> He's like, oh, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then we cut to everybody rushing off the bus because obviously he did what he aimed to do, which is make Jared vomit. And coaches spraying air freshener out the window. That's not how that works. <laughs> no, not at all. That's <laughs> definitely, like,
0: comedic effect. Just, yeah. like, you need to know that I'm spraying <laughs> mm-hmm. this.
1: I also had to make the note, we I mean we already talked about it a little bit, but nobody else has noticed this big stain blood stain on Scott's shirt.
0: No. He does have a jacket on. Yeah. So I get how it like I we're supposed to be under the impression that the jacket is covering up that blood stain because it's not spreading far enough out across his shirt. Although I'm almost positive that it would be. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that it would smell.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: Like, I feel like a wound that close to your guts would smell terrible after a while. Like, especially
1: at least to the people around them would be like, do you smell like blood? Something smells like it's rotting. Yeah. <laughs> they take him into the rest area and he's not looking good. And they start trying to figure out what's going on. And yeah. this is one of like one of Lydia's most irritating moments to me.
0: Yes. Because they wonder if Scott's injury <laughs> is psychological. And Stiles says psychosomatic. And she corrects him to somatiformic.
1: Right, which in case anybody's not aware, I looked it up for us. So psychosomatic means a physical illness or other condition caused or aggravated by a mental factor such as internal conflict or stress. Okay, so what is somatiformic? It's a mental health condition that causes an individual to experience physical bodily symptoms in response to psychological distress. And in that same paragraph, it said somatoform disorder, also known as somatic symptom disorder or psychosomatic disorder it's the same goddamn thing lydia yes why are you correcting him
0: because she has to be the smartest person in the room at all times but
1: she's not even making an accurate correction because he said the right thing yeah you're right (laughs) and then i mean he looks irritated by it as well which i appreciate but it just pisses me off every time i watch it
0: well i have a friend in particular that will say things, will correct people and say things so strongly that you will just assume that they're right Mm. because of the conviction that they speak with. So I, like, this moment with Lydia definitely made me feel
1: like, oh, you're just pulling uh, that person whose name I won't say. (laughs) Because either she is mistaken and thinks that they're different, which I don't, obviously, she's a genius and she's not. Or she just wanted to
0: make herself seem superior to Styles,
1: Right. And he obviously knows by his reaction that that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> so just kind of like, it's so annoying. Mm-hmm. But it anyways.
0: is very annoying.
1: Moving on. But he's like, yes. Yeah, so basically, Scott is not healing because he he feels guilty for not- Derek's death. Mm-hmm. He Which he himself. shouldn't
0: be. No. Well, we already knew long before we saw what happened that he should not feel guilty for right. anything at ever. At this point,
1: well, yeah. At this point, we have no idea why he blames himself for this. Yeah. Um, but that's it. He's not, he, he's not letting himself heal. Yeah. Luckily, Lydia just has, happens to have a sewing kit in her purse, like all 17-year-old girls do. I, can't- I don't know. It's like a quirky thing that it's not that
0: far-fetched for me for some reason.
1: I don't know to me it doesn't read lydia doesn't seem like someone who sews her own clothes up to me it seems like if she tears something, she throws it out and gets a new one
0: i feel like i will counter argue that (laughs) if she's in a situation where she can't immediately do that she would totally stitch her skirt up like if she had a skirt rip like in the middle of school she's like i don't have time to like do this and she's like and i'm not gonna be imperfect all day so she would just like sew it back up and move on
1: but Lydia basically suggests that they just need to stitch him up, and that'll convince his body to start healing, yeah. basically. And
0: Allison knows how to stitch somebody up, because her dad taught her. Of course. The tracks, I mean, like makes perfect sense to me. People who fight werewolves would know how to stitch people up on the fly. mm mm-hmm. um, So she puts Leanne Styles Stiles on bus duty.
1: Well, first of all, he reminds us he's bad with needles. Mm-hmm. Um, he's supposed to go back to the bus to get a new f- shirt for Scott, but they yes. end up just going back to make sure the bus doesn't leave them so Allison she's uh, sterilizing the needle with a lighter
0: um, um, I forgot about this until later when we got a more obvious one but we do get a twinkle alert for Scott.
1: oh yeah. yeah I didn't think of whenever somebody's like horribly wounded I'm not thinking twinkle alert I seriously didn't <laughs> yeah. even
0: think about it until <laughs> yeah. later on when the twins take their right. shirts off and then I was like oh yeah I guess Scott took his shirt off earlier yeah he did but like yeah so we cut back to like Lydia and she's I mean not Lydia Allison yeah. and she's struggling to thread the needle yes and then Victoria pops up and starts berating her mm-hmm. immediately. So
1: we get an idea, kind of get an idea of more insight into how Allison did see her mom. She saw that her mom was also- That like, is was literally a what bitch. I thought
0: <laughs> about. Yeah.
1: But then her mom is also still, start, her mom, air Force, yeah. starts like motivating her and guiding her. Yeah, I'm
0: really having a hard time believing that Victoria was not Gerard's daughter, I know. And Chris was like the one who married into the family.
1: That's why I feel like our theory that like it was an arranged marriage makes sense to me. Like she was Gerard's protege.
0: Yes. And he always (laughs) wanted Chris to be with her from the start. But Chris fell in love with Allison's mom and Mm -hmm. that was not part of the plan. Right.
1: I love (laughs) our theory. Yes. It makes so much sense.
0: Anyway. So I would love to see that movie. That should have been the Teen Wolf movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, that would be cool.
0: Like, the, just a prequel mm-hmm. of how Chris yeah. met his wife and was like, oh, we could have a baby Chris. There's like already a, baby a young Chris
1: actor from in season 3B.
0: Ooh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't remember that. So I'm so excited to get to that and see him. <laughs> so
1: this scene, Allison is, you know, she's freaking out, basically, because mm-hmm. she feels so much stress and... She's so worried about Scott and I just Crystal's doing a really good job. In this yeah, scene.
0: she's doing fantastic. Like
1: I got a little I almost started crying a little bit just watching her almost start crying. Yeah, yeah. it
0: <laughs> um, was really good.
1: But she, her mom is her mom again, uh, air quotes, is telling her like, what do we need to do? How do you need to approach it? And she just unemotionally and, and clinically. clinically.
0: She finally threads the needle.
1: Yeah, she pulls it together. She threads the needle and she does a really gross job of sewing up those wounds. I don't think that's how a doctor would do it. But
0: No, but she's not a doctor. It's and fine. It's, it's
1: all just for show anyway.
0: Yeah, a teenage girl <laughs> who's stitching up her like ex boyfriend she still has complicated feelings about, mm-hmm. and she just had to like talk herself down to even be able to do what she mm-hmm. did. Props to her. She did better than I could do.
1: Oh hell yeah. I do think it's funny that she took the time to sterilize the needle, even though she's about to put a bunch of, like, thread that's just been in Lydia's purse in him. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not sterile. If that was going to be a problem, which it won't because he's a werewolf, the thread would be just as bad as the needle. For sure. That's not meant to go in your body.
0: No, it's definitely not. (laughs) It's fine.
1: Then it seems like Scott's not breathing, so Scott's dead. Yeah, he's
0: unresponsive. Rip. And then we cut to, like, him remembering Derek... And then he finally wakes up. Yes. And his nasty ass wound looks better, actually.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, though, like, so he's going to heal up and that thread's still going to be in there. So does he have to go home later and pull it all out? I was
0: just thinking that... Gross. Or part of me thinks, like, maybe in this show, if they were going to rationalize it to us, it would push the thread out because it's a foreign thing
1: in his body. But it's all, like, sewed up you know, and wrapped they're... around. It's not like it's just... It's true. You're right. And to mm. push it out, it would... Rip through his skin again.
0: Thinking about it too hard like we do. I know. But that's, yeah. That's oh, that wasn't to... me like
1: talking you down. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, we're thinking too hard about You're, it. I don't think it would be... an It would be unpleasant. But It'd I do so think itchy. he could easily just... You know, oh yeah, I bet he did. He probably like out. took a
0: claw and like slashed it and yeah. then just like pulled it out. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so then Scott has another flashback. Oh yeah. <laughs> where he remembers getting ready to leave and mm. Isaac leaning
1: very seductively against the door frame, I think.
0: Where are you going?
1: <laughs> oh, you're going out to eat. I'll go with you. Let's have a date. Date night.
0: Yeah, and he's like where are you
1: going to get? He's like, uh,
0: Mexican." He's like, love "I Mexican. love Mexican." Mm-mm-mm. But obviously
1: Isaac knows that he's going to meet Decalion and he's not going to let him go alone because Isaac has chosen Scott and he is very loyal.
0: He is. But there's always been a connection between him and Scott mm-hmm. from like day one. So, I love it cuz I ship them. Yeah, I do. I really do.
1: Yeah,
0: And plus, like, I don't know. Isaac's sexy. Mm -hmm. He is very attractive. Yeah. And I found out he's older than me. That makes him more attractive. Mm. Only, like, by a couple months
1: Mm. Okay, so we cut back to the, I guess we're back at the mall again. I did think it was strange that Derek chose to white fang Isaac, but not Boyd.
0: I have been thinking about that for the past, uh, like, Couple of days, just because. I mean, I
1: know Isaac was living with Derek, mm-hmm. so he wanted him to move out. But it's not like Boyd is not in danger as being part of his pack.
0: Yeah, and it's also not like Cora is. Cora makes a little bit more sense because that's his sister, and right. she's probably like last on the totem pole. That he and was she in. was
1: there when Ducalian went through his whole spiel, so she he wouldn't be able to trick her. Yeah, maybe Boyd just didn't fall for it. Maybe <laughs> he's like you're. You're trying to white Fang me. Yeah, this is bullshit. Um, <laughs> we didn't see that, but I could I could buy that.
0: I bet. Also, I bet Derek probably thinks that Boyd can handle himself if yeah. Derek tried to pull something on him.
1: I think it's probably a little bit of both. I feel like he has more confidence in Boyd, which is fair. And I think,
0: even though it's like really shitty, I think Derek would feel worse about doing something bad to Isaac than he would about doing something bad to Boyd because Isaac literally has nothing now.
1: But he did do something bad. He white-fanged him.
0: Like, I meant, like, killing him.
1: So you think he would feel worse if Isaac died than if Boyd died? I do. I don't know about that. I don't think so.
0: I think he'd feel bad about both, but I think he's more sympathetic to... I...
1: I, no, I don't think he's more, I think he thinks of Boyd as more of his like his right hand man and he has more faith in him. And I also still also see that if he tried to pull the same thing with Boyd, Boyd would be like, I don't, I see right through this. Yes. I'm not leaving. And also (laughs)
0: like, come at me. (laughs) I'll fight you.
1: We're back in, you know, present time or whatever. Yes. And Allison is not going to leave Scott. So they're, Allison and Lydia are getting on the bus and they're going to leave the car at the rest stop. Um, so then we go back to the flashback again, and we see that Scott had apparently thought he would meet Deucalion before Derek got a chance, and I guess warn him?
0: I think he just wanted to meet Deucalion, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess warn him, and talk to him, but Derek had already, and his pack, planned for that. Yeah. But then also Deucalion had planned for that as well. <laughs> everybody had planned for everybody to do exactly everybody, what they did.
1: because all of these people are so incredibly transparent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing everybody's just like so obvious yeah so, so Kali slides down a column on her claws yeah
1: so at this point no I've recognized this set have you did you recognize it like this mall set no I knew I had seen it before so I looked it up I was just like abandoned mall used in lots of movies and tv shows or whatever and it came right up Hawthorne Plaza Shopping Center
0: so from um Stranger Things um, no
1: let me see no I think no. Stranger Things was a they built that mall Oh, uh, okay. Just but kidding. here's a list of things it was used in. Okay. Minority Report, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, huh. Beyonce Superpower video, Gone Girl, Brush Hour, Westworld, Taylor Swift Ready for It video. Huh. And the movie Tenant. Other things too, but I skipped them. They use this all the time. Okay. It's Hawthorne Plaza Shopping Center in Hawthorne, California. That's I just really recognize cool. those escalators and mm-hmm. like the second floor, all that. Huh. Go
0: figure. Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, fun fact.
0: That is fun. That's trivia that should have been in the
1: fucking yeah. notes on IMDb. But I came up with that all on my own, so you're welcome.
0: Well, yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it. That was useful information. So then we get a double twink alert.
0: Yes, for the twins. Mm-hmm. That's when I made my note about. I guess yeah. Scott counts too from earlier. I was distracted by him dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we cut to the group, and Isaac and Boyd have decided to jump Ethan.
1: Well, Isaac.
0: Well, I say, like, Boyd is there, is what I really he's root-
1: meant. He, you know, he's rooting him on, but Isaac's the one who... Oh, yeah, Isaac is
0: beating the shit out of Ethan. Yes. And the coach is like, get off of him, Isaac, Isaac. And, of course, Isaac's like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And Except then Scott shows up, and he listens to Scott immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if everyone thinks Isaac is homophobic, and this is a gay bashing. I, yeah. Considering <laughs> this is the second time we <laughs> beat the shit out of this
1: boy. But then they're also really confused, because they also still th- all think that Isaac and Scott are hooking up
0: yeah <laughs> so they're just like is this a lover's quarrel
1: is, yeah is this is he homophobic or is this like a jealousy thing like does Ethan like did he fuck scott? scott
0: i was <laughs> like well, how does danny fit into all of this what the
1: fuck is going on with these guys
0: yeah it's like is isaac trying to leave scott for danny and Ethan's in the way of that
1: <laughs> oh man the beacon hills rumor mill
0: oh yeah i would so much. stay on it if we had like a little blog i'd be like so apparently there's some kind of drama there's like a love
1: trouble in paradise with scott and isaac
0: yeah it'd be like (laughs) gossip girl it's like i beat the shit out of e oh
1: boy okay okay so then we cut back to peter and cora standing outside the clinic and peter reminds us that it's half made out of mountain ash yes and he's like i don't even know how to get in and cora's like gee i don't know let's use the door like everybody else (laughs) Um, but then we cut inside. Peter can hear that they're in there. We go inside. Um, Deucalion has showed up, and
0: he starts looking around and like asking about how Ennis is doing. And he's like, "What's the prognosis?" and Deaton's like, yeah, he's going to be fine. And then I'm like, even though I already knew, I was like, yeah. I'm 90% sure Juchelian is about to murder Ennis mm-hmm. himself just from his body language. Yeah.
1: I had actually forgotten about this, but then I'm like, oh, right. Yeah.
0: I had forgotten, <laughs> but I know stuff that's going to, I remember like vague details of how this season goes down. Mm-hmm. So even though I forgot this exact moment, his body language, I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I know what's about to happen.
1: We know that he's done this well, A, because he gets power up yeah. from that. But B, he wants to like motivate the rest of his pack Yeah, to, to start some shit. But I also have to wonder, like, did Callie not come back in and see Anis' body after? Yeah, did they
0: not see? Because like, he crushed Homeboy's head, yeah. which is a pretty gnarly death. It
1: wasn't like that before. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like,
0: those are new wounds.
1: I mean, I guess maybe Deucalion just walked out and it's like, he's gone or whatever. And yeah, she's like, you no! don't want to see it, or whatever. <laughs> just, like, I don't know. I, I can only assume that's what happened. <laughs> Duke alien saying, you don't want to see it, just makes me laugh because he couldn't see it to begin with. <laughs> so. Because if either of them went in there, they my would My whole see.
0: thing with the Alpha pack, it was like, even if I was a piece of shit mm-hmm. Alpha that murdered my own pack, I would never join another pack of people did the exact same thing. I'm like, this is like people who cheat on their significant others, uh-huh. or like two people that cheat on other people, or like when cheaters get together <laughs> yes. and get cheated on. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Uh huh. If they
1: do it with you, they'll do it to you. Yep. I don't know. And I'm like, what? Well, I. Everybody thinks it won't happen to them. Yeah, I was like, you're not special. This
0: is so dumb. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Yep. I was like, you all deserve, I mean, first of all, you're all shitty, shitty people. And you absolutely deserve, like, Ennis definitely deserves what happened to him. Yes. And the rest of them deserve whatever's going to come to them, too.
1: I mean, I guess we kind of get the impression here that Kali and Ennis were an item. Because she's way more upset than I a- Anyone else?
0: I didn't make it the leap to item. I mean, they probably were. Or,
1: I mean, or just, just close friends. I just, friends, but. I
0: interpreted it as they were just like close friends. She's
1: just obviously way more upset than Aiden. Yeah. I don't know. For sure. But then we cut back to the flashback and we get a uber wolf transition mid flip. They flip. Yeah, so which is obviously a great way to save on CGI.
0: Yeah, but I'm <laughs> just like wondering how they did it. Did he just like I don't they know. flip and just like reach out mid-flip
1: does he have to like punch into his back or can they just do like a high five and just be like close to
0: each other <laughs> yeah, or something I don't like is it just a proximity thing and they like to do it for dramatic effect mm-hmm. with the back thing yeah
1: i don't know it doesn't matter we'll but i know. prefer
0: it to watching him fist his brother yeah i'd
1: rather not see it so this is fine with me
0: yeah also um just to go back to kali real quick um i love that she roars so loud that the car alarms mm-hmm. start going off yeah. there's a nice little touch
1: so they had to save out all of this CGI so that they could show Scott's whiskers growing out. Yes. And use it there. Um, and, and his then,
0: face changing yeah. like instantly.
1: So we have a you know several little fights going on. And I wrote down that so Derek is fighting Kali and he's actually holding his own. Mm-hmm. Cora is fighting Ennis and she fucking stands no That's chance. Dumb, That's dumb. Like insane. he didn't
0: like choke slam her immediately Ridiculous. the last time they fought.
1: Isaac and Scott are both fighting the uber wolf. I don't know where Boyd has been. This whole time.
0: Oh, he got clawed um, in the back or the chest.
1: Well, he does. He ends up getting clawed. But that was when he ends up fighting Kali and Ennis at the same time. But before that, I don't know where he was. But yeah, I Mm. lost track of him somewhere at the beginning. And then at the end, he gets clawed. And then Deucalion, everybody halts. Yeah, the alphas just
0: kick their ass as usual. Yeah.
1: And Deucalion tells Derek if he kills Boyd,
0: he'll let everybody else go. He'll let everyone
1: else go. And then, of course, he hesitates because he's not going to do that. So
0: Kali's like, choose between Boyd or your sister. Right.
1: And it all looks horrible and bad. And then Allison arrives and saves yes. the day. And she's
0: just flash banging everybody with flash arrows. Yep. And then we flash you. to Allison with Chris. Yes. This is the flashback episode. And this is the
1: first time we've seen Chris in a couple episodes. I missed him. Mm-hmm. Even though he's being thick. Yeah. I get it. He is. He wants to keep her safe. I understand, but he's telling her to not try to save her friends' lives. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, there's just you know your daughter at this right. point. She's gonna try, and also you know that she feels bad for when she went evil and yes. fucked most of them up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but he's you know he's saying he's trying to get his consulting business started up again, and she needs to focus on graduating from high school, and they are not getting involved in this, which is again he has to bring up. Uh, like a retroactive metaphor, like a reverse metaphor. Yeah. Almost. Threading
0: the needle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I the needle. clock that as Which well. Which I
1: guess if you're going to do something that's on the nose, it's better to do it this way than to yeah. put threading the needle. And then, yeah. So I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. I was like, mm, that should be corny, but it doesn't bother me because. Yeah. I know that this happened earlier. Yeah, it works. Yeah. This because is- the way that I, s- it was presented to me was better.
1: I love, though, it's just so funny every time they introduce something that's an obvious phrase that everybody knows. Yeah. It's like, well, there's this old saying, threading the needle. I'm like, yeah, I've heard it. I know. Yeah. You don't Um, have to explain it to
0: me. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. That's how I felt about the fucking Hydra situation. Yeah. It was just like, nobody knows what a fucking Hydra is. Even Scott knows what a Hydra is. Yeah.
1: But it's fine.
0: Yeah. And so (laughs) then um, we cut to...
1: Well, well, just before we leave that scene... um, Chris is like, this is about protecting our family or whatever. And mm-hmm. Allison says, with all the family I've lost recently, I could use a few friends, which I thought was a good part. It line. was. That was a
0: very good line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm glad you stopped me to revisit yes. that because I enjoyed that part. Yeah.
1: We cut back to her saving all of their asses.
0: It's so funny because DuKelion's like, cover your eyes to everybody. Mm-hmm. And apparently Derek's pack like caught on faster than the Alpha pack. Yeah. Because they all covered their eyes immediately and they recover first mm-hmm. and then
1: they're familiar with Allison's arrows
0: yes <laughs> and so then they run or well specifically Scott and Ennis run at each other yes
1: and they kind of bump they run into each other and Ennis does not completely flatten Scott which takes Deucalion by surprise yeah and then
0: <laughs> because I'm colorblind
1: <laughs> I had to
0: make a note I was like did Scott's eyes change color for a second yes they did okay they red that's what I thought and
1: is it just Deucalion who notices?
0: Maybe Derek... Derek was just observing Scott in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he noticed the eye color change. Yeah, maybe.
1: I don't know. Then he jumps in. Yeah. Because, well, Scott shakes it off and his eyes go back to normal. Um, mm-hmm. And then Derek jumps in and is fighting Ennis. Yes. Scott the,
0: runs up and slashes the back of Ian, uh, Ian, Ian, Ennis's leg.
1: Yeah, and which... Throws him off balance, which means he falls and he drags Derek with him. So now we see why Scott blames himself.
0: Which, don't. Scott? I mean, I get but it. But I get it. Oh, I yeah. totally get it. I'm just like Scott.
1: I did make a note when you see uh, Derek and Ennis falling, it's very obviously stunt double faces. Yeah. Like, they didn't do a very good job of disguising that, but...
0: <laughs> My immediate thought was, I don't know how anyone thought that would kill Derek. I don't
1: know. Well, I yeah, I don't know. He wasn't even that... He's been scratched up, but everybody was.
0: Yeah. I don't know. He did I mean, look
1: dead. I mean, he looked <laughs> dead, but that's... Fi- he's looked dead I multiple know. times. You if- can't keep Derek down. Doesn't matter what you do. Exactly. My whole thing
0: is, like, if I was in this situation, I would assume that Derek was dead from most of the thing. Every time something happens to him, I would assume that he would die from it. Yeah. But if he's just, like, not moving
1: he's fine i'm
0: like i would take his body my whole thing is like i would not have just left him
1: i know that it is seems weird. like they
0: just left him until they decided to go how long did it take peter and cora to get down there to check on them
1: i don't know i and had then, that same thought because i'm like why i know you guys had to like collect yourselves and run away or whatever but yeah how long did you wait <laughs> yeah and, and scott didn't think to go back only cora right and it's weird I don't
0: know he's like no I gotta get on the bus I'm dying I gotta cross country
1: meet I cannot be late yes
0: this was supposed to be done at (laughs) 1am it is now 2.30am I I have to be on the bus at (laughs) 4.30am
1: sorry guys
0: it's like Styles is picking me up (laughs) in the Jeep Styles is waiting outside the mall in the Jeep (laughs) (laughs) with their bags back he's like bruh (laughs) oh my (laughs) god are you bleeding
1: yeah whatever (laughs) <laughs> okay and so yeah. then we cut back to the bus again and Styles Lydia and, and Styles
0: are talking about the Dirac
1: yeah they're just brainstorming as the the brainstormers of the group which I think it was
0: I was on board with everything I think it was a wild leap to jump to the Dirac has beef with the alpha pack
1: yeah I mean so Lydia mentions that some ancient cultures sacrifice people in preparation for battle And I, I don't know if, if Styles is saying that's obviously what's happening but I guess it makes sense if there's, like, there's the Duroc and there's an Alpha Pack. Who else would they be fighting? Yeah, true. I don't think he's saying with 100% confidence, obviously, that's what's going on. Okay. But. Maybe. Like, okay, it we- just
0: seemed so assertive. And. Yeah. It's just like, this is what's happening. Yeah. It and. Seem, I don't know. I don't know. I, if it was me in the situation, I'd be like, I wonder if the Duroc is, like, yeah. amping up to fuck us up.
1: Right. Well, yeah. But why? Why? <laughs> We don't know the Duroc, do we? Well, I guess they don't know if they do.
0: No, but also at the same time, it's like, like, we just don't have enough information on the Duroc.
1: Yeah, but also, I don't think, if I were Styles, I wouldn't assume that the Duroc is powering up to fight me and my pack, because we're not that tough. (laughs) Why would they need to power up for us? Well. So, who else is powerful uh, well, I mean, I don't know it's still a are tough. Elite, like we don't know how
0: powerful the Dirac is math. in general. Like,
1: well, they are doing they a could pretty be a, good job of murdering people easily.
0: Yeah, but they're people.
1: But also doing like magic and shit. To yeah, do but it. it's
0: still just people. I
1: know, but so, they're just people.
0: Yeah, but like not. They also have a bunch of werewolves too. I, know, I don't know. I was just, it was just—it was a weird leap yeah. <laughs> for them to be like, okay, they must have beef with the alpha pack. So I can
1: only make sense of it by just saying that he's just throwing it out there as a theory. It just sounds like he's confident about it.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't really care because I mean, like, I agree with everything Estelle says anyway. Sure. I feel like they this show does connected. a thing. Sometimes they're just like, this is what's happening. Yeah. And they make it seem like it was a natural conclusion. and It really wasn't. But it's close enough that we're just like, OK. And it's like, it's not egregious. It doesn't bother me. I just had to make note of
1: it. Anyway, so then we, so Scott and Allison are talking and, um, Scott says, so whether or not you may or may not have been at the school, thank you for not listening to me when I said to stay out of it.
0: Yeah, and he was glad that she was there. And Allison tells Scott, if Derek is really dead, it's not Scott's fault, Mm -hmm. which is absolutely correct. Yes. And then we cut to Bianca Lawson and Deaton. Yes. And Deaton tells her that, um, she should... Be weary of the company she keeps, basically. And mm-hmm. uh, those aren't the exact words. I forgot exactly what he said. And she's like, um, "It's a little late for you to be playing Big Brother."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then <gasps> reveal. Yes, dun, dun, dun. the two
1: black characters are related to each other,
0: and they have only <laughs> really interacted with each other when they're yeah. not interacting with everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it's cool. Um, yeah, it makes
1: sense. They're obviously both druids, so.
0: Yeah, I thought they were just friends, but like them being siblings doesn't change anything.
1: Yeah, I uh-huh. mean, it makes it a little more dramatic.
0: And then we cut to Jennifer, and I was immediately irritated. I was like, "Great, now I know something stupid's about it's to happen." It's so
1: stupid. Like, I know that Derek doesn't have a lot of friends, but he didn't think maybe I could just go back to the loft and let Cora take care of me.
0: That would be a bad idea because the alpha pack knows that they live there. <laughs> knows well, that he lives then
1: there. They should have a fallback location.
0: They should go back to your house.
1: Yeah. anywhere like they should have like a if anything happens we meet here location like i'd not i have no other resource other than to go to the english teacher that i just met two days ago yeah what the fuck derek
0: (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) terrible decision yeah terrible fucking decision
1: anyway but that's the end of that episode
0: yes so
1: so i have to say again another banger yeah it was love it Like, I mean, like, I was nitpicking shit, but
0: I was still, like, invested. Yeah. I loved it.
1: The things that we nitpicked were still things that didn't really bother me.
0: Yeah, I was like, I. it was more me making points. I don't really, mm-hmm. they didn't take away from the show at all for me. Yeah. Um. So, if I had to, well, before we do the ratings, uh, MVP?
1: Allison. Allison, okay. She saves their asses in the flashback, and she saves Scott. She did. I want to give it to
0: Isaac because he still showed up to help even though Derek kicked him out mm-hmm. and he's like he just has Scott's back. Yeah. And he also beat the shit out of Ethan who's like... <laughs> I
1: don't know if I want to give him anything for that because that was stupid.
0: But Ethan deserves it. I just feel like the Alpha Pack is always getting one up on them yeah. and I'm glad that Isaac got to like vent some of his frustration <laughs> out. For okay. real. And for also... No, Ethan absolutely earned that ass whipping because I didn't know he, he didn't got deserve it. Yeah, but <laughs> just, like specifically, he deserves it because Isaac got in trouble for beating his ass that one time that he didn't beat his ass. True. So <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's like, oh, if I'm gonna get in trouble for beating your ass, I'm going to beat your ass.
1: True. Fair and enough. you know, I mean, I'm not gonna argue giving it to Isaac anyway, just because I love him. Yeah, and
0: also. I feel like if Boyd had been the one to beat Ethan, Ethan might not have survived.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he is an alpha, but I get you. He is an I alpha, but brain. I
0: don't think... Like, it's just very clear that Ethan and Aiden are the weakest of the alphas. Yeah. And I feel like they're even weaker on their own than they are together. That's true. So I fully believe that any one of the regular pack could kill one of them on their own.
1: Maybe. I, I mean, Yeah. I'm like is it like a definitely in my mind? I think an even fight, I don't know. But whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's not worth arguing over.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was my MVP. So we had three twink alerts. Yes. No new werewolf faces. No. Like everybody's werewolf face we've already seen.
1: No real werewolf new werewolf lore. I don't think no, 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 really definitive. None of it's definitive, but no real. In- well, I'm going to say that scene between Isaac and Scott was bisexuality alert. Just because I'll allow it. I'll <laughs> allow it. I'm not mad at it. Mostly from Isaac.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> Isaac loves to stand in Scott's doorway mm-hmm. looking. I just
1: think that Isaac is in love with Scott.
0: I can see it. I just,
1: that's mine.
0: Um, you're slowly wearing me. Well, like, it's not so much I have to be convinced on Isaac's part. I have to be convinced on Scott's part. Mm. And I'm just caring less and less about whether or not I think Scott would absolutely just like jump at it.
1: Yeah. I don't think at this point, I wouldn't say that Scott is in love with Isaac. I think he cares a lot about Isaac, but he cares a lot about everyone. True. Um, I think if
0: Isaac applied if Isaac literally just went, Scott, let me sleep in your bed. Scott would be like, okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If he applied some
0: pressure, he would. Mm -hmm. And maybe, well, I don't know, because the only other thing that I could see getting in the way of Scott and Isaac would be, like, Scott's feelings for Allison.
1: But that's why you solve it with a thruple.
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Mm, Oh, my God.
1: Why have a love triangle when you can have a thruple? They would would be so hot. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Man, they would have, like, super... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna think about that off the uh, pod. <laughs> you can read some fan fiction later.
1: Do they have? Oh, c-
0: come on. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not like surprised at all. I'm assuming that there is some specifically of the three of them.
1: I'm not speaking from experience because I don't know. I haven't read it, but obviously, yes.
0: Okay, I'm. I don't know. Maybe I'll.
1: If you went to the Teen Wolf section of Ao3,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think you would be hard pressed to not find any combination of characters
0: that's fair at
1: least a couple yeah (laughs) fix fix but that one i'm sure there's lots okay Hmm. anyway (laughs) yeah so
0: there's all of that so Um, i guess it's just rating yep
1: and i think i gave it the same same score just and i'm really just holding off on giving things five so i'm just gonna say 4.75 again 4.75 coach whistles
0: Okay, I'll give it, I don't like it as much as last week's episode, but it's still really good. So I'll give it the original score that I gave last week's episode, which is Mm 4.25 threaded needles.
1: Okay, yep. All right, next week is Motel California.
0: Yes, the episode written and (laughs) I believe directed by Christian Taylor, Mm -hmm. my Teen Wolf writer's room boyfriend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, excuse me.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. Don't get choked up. (coughs) He's just a man, Heather. Oh, my God.
1: I don't know what happened there. He's
0: not a god.
1: (laughs) What the hell?
0: If you would Ah. like to email us, you can email us at twinkwarspod at gmail.com.
1: And if you would like to follow us on Tumblr or Twitter, you can follow us at twinkwarspod.
0: And... (laughs) <laughs> always feel f- as always feel free to like, subscribe, Share, leave a review, review anything um, if you are so inclined.
1: Great, but I don't want yeah all the things do all the things on all the places.
0: Yeah, <laughs> make them positive,
1: please. Right? No, not yeah. So not all the things, all the good things.
0: Yeah, do all the good things. Yes. Thank you. As always, we love you. We love you. We appreciate you checking in with us.
1: Yes. Bye. Bye.
0: I'll go ahead and start off with what I've watched so I watched this movie called Influencer I think I've said this before I've really gotten into influencer horror so I've watched that movie Sissy and I've watched Deadstream and now they just dropped this influencer movie on Shudder
1: is influencer horror a subgenre now?
0: It's not. But I just keep finding these movies that have influencers. Yeah. And they're based around like influencers. Dash Cam. Yeah, Dash Cam, stuff like that. And I just, like, really enjoy these types of movies. This one's pretty good. It's more of a thriller than an actual horror movie.
1: Does Cam count?
0: I would absolutely. Um,
1: Internet personality horror. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, topical.
0: Yeah, it's just neat. And it's modern. It's, like, Mm -hmm. fresh. And also because I think I'm old enough that I don't... Well, like, I wouldn't even say it's an age thing. It's, like, influencers aren't really my vibe at all. Like, I don't watch YouTube like a lot of people do. So I don't... And I'm not on Instagram or anything like that. Everything I've learned about any kind of influencer has been... Like, the same way I learned about the Kardashians.
1: I don't think I watch anyone you would consider an influencer.
0: Well, like, streamers in general. I guess that's what I should say. Uh, Instead of saying influencer, because I'm using it as a blanket term.
1: When I think influencer, I just think of somebody who, would like...
0: Markets thing. They exclusively yeah. exist to market they things. They just
1: do, it's just like a lifestyle brand type bullshit. Yeah,
0: I just don't watch streamers <clears throat> in general. I don't, yeah. Any kind of streamers, and I don't follow people for anything in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, the only things that I follow are, like, people who make, like, lists of things and, like, mm-hmm. death battle. So Right.
1: Well, I'm not on Instagram, but I'm definitely on YouTube. For sure. Heavily on YouTube. <laughs> but it's not. Oh, I watch, I'll watch a YouTube channels that make fun of influencers on YouTube. Yeah, like, I watched
0: <laughs> um, my friend Addie, um, her and uh, my friend Alex, her fiancé. We watch, they introduced me to Cody Ko right. and um, Danny Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that stuff.
1: Yeah, but they're not, I wouldn't call them influencers.
0: No, they're just streamers. Yeah, really.
1: YouTube comedians? I don't know. Yeah, they're just like, really um, funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and I actually do enjoy that. Yeah. But it's kind of like cooking shows and things. It's, it's a thing that I won't ever seek out on my own. But if somebody else is like, hey, watch this, I'll be like,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: And I always have a good time, and I enjoy it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, um, Influencer... Yes. ...is... Right.
1: What we were talking mm-hmm. about. <laughs>
0: ...about this girl <laughs> who is an influencer. Mm. She's, like, a travel influencer, so she just, mm. like, goes places, and she goes to, like, Thailand. And she meets this other girl, and they... The main girl was supposed to originally, like, go with her boyfriend, but her boyfriend bailed on her at the last minute, and you get the impression that he's, like, a piece of shit, and he kind Mm -hmm. of sucks. And then the two of... And so then she meets this girl, and they end up becoming friends, and they start hanging out, and then things go sideways, and that's all I'll really say about it. Okay. Um, But it's really good... Because we do, it's, it does one of those things where we get a um, main character shift at a certain point in the movie. Oh, that's fun. And then it keeps going and I liked how it ended.
1: Cool. Is it a supernatural horror or is like a... Super- no, it's
0: definitely like a thriller. Okay. I don't even want to say... Like I have a very specific movie that I give you an example of what it's like, but then I feel like that would be spoiler. Okay, don't do
1: that then. Yeah, the um, main character or point of view character switch thing reminded me that I should watch Barbarian again.
0: Yeah, I only
1: watched it once and it was so good.
0: I've seen Barbarian like three or four times. It's so good. I love it.
1: Ugh, yeah. Anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, I watched Renfield last night. Yes. Thoughts. I thought it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I thought I mean I feel like Nicolas Cage, I can't believe he hasn't played Dracula before now. Yeah. <laughs> he was like born to play Dracula. <laughs> he was
0: really good at it. Yeah.
1: I enjoyed Aquafina. I enjoyed um what's his face?
0: Nicholas Holt.
1: Yes. Um, I thought I it wasn't like it wasn't the funniest thing I've ever seen. Some of it was pretty cliched, but yeah. I don't know. Just fun. Kind of I didn't regret my time. I yeah. enjoyed it. It was gross. But mm-hmm. yeah, but in a funny way. Yeah, it was
0: comedically <laughs> gory. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I just I think one of the funniest bits is just from the trailer when he's talking about he's in the group mm-hmm. with the um, talking to the therapist guy. And he's like, and then he won't then he'll grow to full power. And he's like, oh, my God, why would you say it like, like that? That,
0: that <laughs> like, is so weird. But, is yes. so weird,
1: but uh, yeah, <laughs> like, that's that guy was really funny.
0: Mm-hmm. he's apparently on that um that show ghosts
1: mm, I've heard that's funny
0: well there's a British version and there's an American remake of. he's on the American one yeah. but um I doubt I'll ever watch it because I'm just like not a sitcom person but I hope it does well and I'm glad that that guy is funny on it
1: mm-hmm. yeah I just don't think I'll ever get around to it because there's just too much stuff
0: yeah so that's why TV. I'm
1: rooting like besides the fact that you know pro Union and all that stuff I'm rooting for this strike actor strike director strike Everybody go on strike. Just take a break. Stop making things. Yeah. Let us catch up.
0: <laughs> that would be actually nice. Well, I would prefer that then to them like powering through like they did the last time we had a rider strike. Well, you
1: know, somebody will. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to watch any of those things.
0: Well, I'm just hoping that it doesn't like ruin something that I actually enjoy.
1: Yeah. Hopefully anything, the creators of any of the stuff we actually care about will be smart enough to just go on hiatus.
0: But yeah, and lately I've been watching more anime and they aren't impacted by any of that. So I don't have to worry yep. about my stories being impacted by that.
1: I really don't know what would be impacted by it that I care about.
0: Mm. I mean,
1: Marvel stuff is on hold, but it's, it's it'll get made.
0: Well, Marvel is like having a lot of issues like, I figure, like, I think this week we're supposed to find out about the Jonathan Major stuff.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Or, or like, I guess that's when he has his court date mm. or whatever. So, I guess we'll see how I that I mean,
1: Marvel needs out. to take a break anyway. Yes. Just take a break.
0: Marvel, you need to be by yourself for a while. Regroup. Mm-hmm. Focus on you. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's take a break on a high note. Guardians was yeah. fantastic. I'm hopeful for the Marvels. Yeah. I don't have any opinions on it because i love everybody involved Mm -hmm. so we'll just see how it goes yeah
1: but i mean just take your time work on the projects that you haven't started yet make sure they're good make sure they're great
0: yeah um and you know
1: we'll survive if we have to go like a year without in fact i think a lot
0: of people would appreciate a break from marvel movies i think that's
1: pretty much the general consensus take a break i know they don't want to anyway because they still keep making money even though we keep saying stop because we still keep going obviously (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. So, it is what it
0: is. Um, I watched that movie that I talked about last week, um, A Wounded Fawn. Mm.
1: hmm
0: um, I just brought it up. I said I would probably watch it. Right. But I didn't know anything about it. I have now watched it. <laughs> I know exactly what it's about. And? I liked it. Um, it is the guy that stars in it. Um, he was in this movie called Scare Me that I really liked, and I think he wrote and directed that movie. mm um, the main character in that is Stormfront from The Boys, which it was oh. very nice. I think her name is like Aya Cash or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I really enjoyed seeing her she's not good. be Stormfront.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, like, she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. I loved her as Stormfront, but like, I hated Stormfront. Right. Like, well, she was yeah. doing her job. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so it was that like... reminds me. I, uh, I, that is one thing that I would be sad if I didn't get a new season of The Boys yeah. on time because of a strike, but it's worth it. Yeah. So I will wait.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, um, he but he did that movie scare me, which I really liked. He also did this movie that I'm like mad on called uh, Werewolves Within. Mm. Um, I won't really go into that movie because that's not the one that I'm talking about. Okay, but um, his name is Josh Rubin. He's very very cute. I have a crush on him. <laughs> okay, um, I've had a crush on him since I saw Scare Me, mm-hmm. and um, like you know, he's a writer and director in my favorite genre, so I'm a fan. But Um, a Wounded Fond is basically he is a purchaser for an art dealer and you find out that he's also a uh, serial killer Mm. and then he is on a date with this woman um, for like they plan to go out to this cabin they keep talking about this cabin but when I it's seems more like just a house out in the middle of nowhere more than an actual cabin. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. And so then they have been talking for a while and they go on this like little getaway date and then his little serial killer impulses start coming out. And it takes a very interesting turn that I haven't seen done before. It's it's just interesting.
1: Is this available on a streaming service? It is, it's on Shudder.
0: I watched it on Shudder.
1: I never thought I would love Shudder.
0: Yeah. Like
1: and ne- then we've talked about it many times, so I just become such a horror family.
0: Well, I mean like <laughs> I think you started getting into it more during last year because last year was such a good yeah. year for horror movies mm-hmm. and you've finally gotten a taste of like what horror can be. Yeah. Without like mainstream horror has finally like grown and developed and Things that you would normally only get from, like, B-horror movies that you would never see unless somebody made you watch them. Those things are starting to become more mainstream.
1: I also think part you of have it easier is... easier access to them. Part of it is I'm not as big a scaredy cat as I used to be. That's fair, too. I used to just be, like, the simplest things could mm-hmm. give me nightmares. And now I'm just kind of... It sounds... That sounds counterintuitive that they don't affect me as much as they used to. But also maybe it's kind of like you're, like, constantly chasing that high.
0: Oh yeah, that's why I love horror yeah. movies. You're
1: like you're just looking for something that will scare you as much as that other, that one thing did, and just, but it's still fun to watch.
0: Yeah, that's literally why I've always loved horror movies because I started really young, so they all scared me back then. Yeah. And then as I got older, like I was afraid of Chucky until I was about like twelve or so, and then one of my cousins was one of my younger cousins was watching it with me. I was watching Child's Play two with me and by that point i'd seen that movie so many times i did was like fine because i knew everything that was going to happen mm-hmm. and she was laughing and i was like you're not scared <laughs> she's like no he's so funny and then i like looked at it through a different lens and uh-huh. i was like oh shit chucky is funny <laughs> when i'm not being absolutely horrified yeah. that this doll is running around murdering people and trying to steal this little boy's body uh yeah he actually is absolutely hilarious
1: now there's something almost relaxing about watching horror movies or, like, me watching a bunch of horror games. Yeah. Like, there's something like, ah, it's almost time for bed. I'll watch some horror video game playthroughs yeah, and somehow really that's cool. relaxing
0: to me. Um, horror games do give me the thrill that I'm chasing, but that's because I'm actually involved yeah. in the action. Yeah. So when I'm playing, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go around this corner. mm
1: that i'm not looking for i have enough stress in anxiety in my regular life i don't need that in a yeah. video game <laughs> fair yeah. enough but anyway Yep. i guess the other thing i wanted to talk about is i did watch across the spider-verse yes and without spoiling things i would say well i should have a disclaimer because you know but at one point the screen went blank oh yeah so there was a big like basically an intermission for me
0: yeah how long were you just sitting there
1: it wasn't that bad it was only like 10 minutes maybe okay but and i mean i went to the bathroom and came back which was convenient yes but i did i mean it did interrupt the flow yeah (laughs) for (laughs) sure um so that could be part of the reason why i just feel like it was too long and the pacing was kind of off okay i just felt like it took too long to get to the main action of the film.
0: Yes, I can yes. see that.
1: Not that it wasn't good, because I mean, it was definitely, it was great. It was a, it was gorgeous. Like half the time, I was just sitting there thinking, "This is so beautiful." Yeah, the art a gorgeous of this movie. is amazing. Um, I mean, I still love the characters. I loved all the jokes, all the little Mimi jokes, all yeah. the different Spider Men. Um, all the like the inclusion of Andrew Garfield and Aguirre's Spider-Man again. Yes. (laughs) All that stuff is great. But yeah, I mean, if I were to say which one was better, I still think the first one is better. Okay. Just because of this. I don't know. I just felt like the plot or the pacing was just a little off. I can
0: see why they made it two movies, (laughs) and I feel like they probably should have taken some of this movie and put it into the other one.
1: Yeah, but I was also thinking, and this is like an overall movie's in general as you know movies where we are now i feel like a lot of movies end up being too long at this point because directors don't want to cut anything out that they really love because there's no chance that anybody's going to see it anymore like it used to be you would buy the dvd box set and you would see all the cut scenes yeah and you would know it's still going to be out there even if i cut Mm -hmm. it from my theatrical release but that doesn't happen anymore nope so if there's a scene you really love You're not going to cut it out. You're going to leave it in, even if it throws off the pacing. (laughs) Exactly. And
0: uh, James Cameron, his explanation for like why he doesn't care that Avatar is long as fuck. Mm -hmm. um, It kind of gave me some perspective into how a lot of these people probably think. And Mm -hmm. it's that if you will sit and binge watch like eight episodes of a Netflix series, like in a row, you can sit through a three hour movie. And I'm like, That's a fucked up way to think about things because people take breaks and all sorts of things. There are reasons why streaming works the way that it does, but I do see where you're coming from.
1: I see why he would think that.
0: I see why James Cameron himself would say that. Right. Because he's James Cameron.
1: But that's not, it's not the same at all.
0: No, it's not. Not (laughs) even a little
1: bit. For one thing, you're not sitting in a movie theater. No. You're on your couch. You can get up whenever you want.
0: Yes. You're You're not beholden to this thing.
1: Yeah. Also, if you're binge watching a TV show, it has specific start and stop points. Yes. Where it's like, well, I mean, some shows kind of just have one long season and there's no like climax or plot structure per episode, which kind of sucks. Yeah. But like a traditional TV show would have a three-act structure per episode. Yeah. You're not sitting there for 30 minutes watching a space whale. No. It's just, it's still, like, three hours is still really long unless you have got that act plot structure on lock. Yes. (laughs) And I find it really um, uncommon me at this point to watch a movie where there isn't at least one point in the movie where I'm like god this is long
0: yeah and
1: if you're thinking that they fucked up
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> then you should probably cut something out because there are super long movies that I don't ever think that
0: um the wolf of wall street is one where when I watch it I don't feel like it's super long
1: mm-hmm.
0: even though it's a very long movie um
1: I don't remember I've seen that but I don't remember
0: The last uh, Avatar 2, I was definitely like, oh, my God. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm
0: like, I'm still invested in this story that I've already seen before. But I was just like, okay, I've been sitting here forever. I'm ready to leave, especially because I've seen this story before. Even though I'm, like, visually engaged. Mm -hmm. Like, I could, Avatar movies are just so pretty. But I'm still like, oh, God.
1: It's so long. And you don't need all of it.
0: No. But
1: then, like, comparing it to, like, Endgame. Yeah. Three hours long. But Act 1, Act 2, Act 3 are also almost like their own individual movies. Yeah. Like, Act 1 has its own beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. And Act 2, same thing. Act 3, same thing. So, it keeps you invested and interested throughout the whole thing, at least from yeah. my point of view. If there wasn't a point in that one, like, okay, mm-hmm. we're wasting time here. Like, yeah. I felt like it was moving the entire time. Yes. And I just yeah, but I do feel like if there if we were still at the point where like the Lord of the Rings box sets yeah like has like hours of extra features if they had not had that chance think how long they would have been in the theater oh my gosh (laughs) we probably would have been all the movies
0: would have been two parters
1: yeah like the the you know the whole like kill your darlings thing where it's like yes you really love this scene but it you just cannot keep it yeah. Directors don't do that anymore. They're just like, no, I'm no. not killing any of my darlings. They're all staying in.
0: <laughs> and then, ugh, I think Zack Snyder is probably one of the like oh, most God. offensive yes. versions of that because I was always under the impression that the Snyder cut was just his version of Justice League that like already existed, Mm-mm. and they just like when they brought Joss Whedon in, he just cut pieces and pasted his own shit into it to make it his own. I didn't realize that when they did the Snyder cut that he actually like got to reshoot things and almost do like a whole new movie. Yeah. And cram it full of shit.
1: Yeah. A lot of people thought that this that he, there was like an already made Snyder version of the movie, which is not true.
0: Yeah, you it wasn't. Not. That's the impression. I didn't care no. one way or the other. But then when they announced it, I was like, "Oh, cool! We'll get to see that version." Was like oh wait no it did not that version did
1: not exist
0: yeah (laughs) they
1: gave him the opportunity to make that afterwards
0: and then um also when they did batman v superman Mm -hmm. the first time i watched that movie i was like oh this Mm -hmm. is like awful but then when i watched the like unrated version that had all the extra stuff i was like well, now this movie actually makes more sense
1: mm-hmm. and i think
0: it's just fun and i don't hate it
1: i don't think i ever watched that i only watched the regular it's Netflix.
0: better but also I'm, it's not so good that i would be like you need to see it
1: i am really looking forward to a dc universe without Zack snyder sorry i'm I'd be <laughs> sorry like, snyder I fans <laughs> I'm
0: so disinterested in the DC universe and anything well, that they're doing. I'm
1: disinterested in it as it exists now. So I'm just looking forward to seeing what James Gunn is going to do with it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Suicide Squad was immaculate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the second Suicide one. Squad. Yeah, the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Everybody knew which one I was talking I about without me <laughs> clarifying, but I'm glad that we cleared that up. Yeah. Um, and then... Actually, I'm going to jump to one more movie because we're running long. Yeah. As we do.
1: And I, yeah, I have a couple of albums. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I watched uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast right. with my nieces, took them to go see it in 40X. Uh-huh. My sister-in-law asked me what I thought of it when we got back and I was like, well, it was a Transformers movie. Yep. And I assume that's really all I can say. If you like Transformers <laughs> movies you will like this movie uh i will say if you have the opportunity to see it in 4dx that is the only way that you should watch any transformers movie because it's just fun like they're the dumbest movies that you will ever watch dumber than the fast and furious series at its worst yeah um (laughs) oh they're so ridiculous but i had a lot of fun uh I liked uh, Anthony Ramos in it as the new lead. The main girl from uh, that Swarm TV show Mm -hmm. is in it. Um, I liked her in it. When I heard Pete Davidson was going to be Mirage, I thought... (laughs) He's in everything. He is. And for some (laughs) reason, I felt like I should be annoyed by him being in it. But I didn't know why I felt like I should be annoyed.
1: everybody is trying to tell you that you should be annoyed by Pete Davidson being in everything.
0: Yeah, but, but I, it didn't bother me. No. And I when mean, I was, was watching the movie, I was like, I like Mirage.
1: I like Pete Davidson. I love Pete Davidson. I, just, I know that pop culture has decided that he's, you know, annoying now. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe we've come back around already to liking him again.
0: I don't um, know what everybody's deal is with him, but I like him. I've always liked him. Yeah. He's never been a problem for me.
1: I think he's funny. And I'm fine, or e- happy even. To see him pop up in random things, yeah,
0: um, and I think I've always had a crush on him too. So mm. he was fun, and I really liked his character. Um, it was nice to see the Beast Transformers in action because I've only ever seen them in their um, little CGI animated TV show. So seeing them on the big screen with like the other like live action Transformers was fun. Um, but you know, it was is just a Transformers movie. Although they are starting yet another new timeline. Because, uh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like. A, a, it doesn't take place in the same universe that the other Transformers movies took place in. It might. There's a slim chance it might be linked to the Bumblebee movie.
1: Mm. Well, that's. Okay. So Bumblebee is the only Transformers movie that I genuinely enjoyed.
0: Yeah. I love Bumblebee. Yeah. Um, I think. I think I was neutral on Age of Extinction. My only memory of Age of Extinction is just like me and you drinking wine and sitting on Tumblr while it played in the background. Oh,
1: I didn't even know that I, seen, I have seen it. Yeah, you, you didn't because <laughs> we
0: sat in your apartment and we drank wine okay. and we played with Milo and mm-hmm. we were on Tumblr and just like talking to each other and every now and then we'd be like this movie is still on yeah okay because <laughs> it was like three hours that course, was your age of extinction viewing experience i
1: can't even tell I, I mean i wouldn't be able to tell you which one is which either so
0: i can't tell you that either i know that age of extinction is a mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. One. and okay that's it that's all i can <laughs> tell you about it yeah eh. but um yeah you know
1: if but, you can't um, say in 40x don't bother
0: don't bother um I mean, like, if you have a kid, your kid will probably love it.
1: Mm. But, you know, get them started on better things. Take them to see Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse instead.
0: Yeah, or, like, show them one of the, like, Transformers TV shows on Mm -hmm. Netflix. Those are, like, infinitely better.
1: Cultivate your child's taste young.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, give them some wiggle room. But, yeah.
1: But, um, actually, just hopping back quickly to Pete Davidson, he has that TV show Bubkiss on... Hulu? no apple i don't know it's on something but it looks funny and i keep saying i'm gonna watch it and then i keep forgetting i I need to watch that
0: that. i need to watch the king of staten island oh yeah Um, i haven't watched that either the only things that i've really seen him in that i can remember are um this transformers movie and bodies bodies bodies
1: Mm. oh the weekend has a new album
0: i still need to watch that idol show
1: oh that's just okay so it's just a single from that i guess i guess yeah. yeah
0: makes sense anyway Um, do you want to talk about your album sure
1: so i listened to the new janelle monet album
0: i didn't know she had a new album that's exciting was it good did you love it
1: it i wouldn't say i loved it but it was good what is it called i don't even remember oh man it's not showing oh no the age of pleasure so i will say yeah it is very every song is about sex so
0: okay
1: I'll probably need to listen to it again to formalize my opinion. But I would say so far it's not as I don't like it as much as Dirty Computer.
0: Yeah. Dirty Computer is great. Yeah. Um, that album was very Prince like and I mm. enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely still elements of that in this one, but it's just um, it's definitely a lot raunchier. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, it was good. Um, then the other one I listened to was Milky Chance Living in a Haze.
0: I love Milky Chance. How was that?
1: I really enjoyed this one. It was very upbeat, I would say, because I was listening to it while I was like cleaning and dancing around my house and playing with the cats. So it mm-hmm. was very good for that. Aww. High energy. Very fun. Um, but I need to listen to that one again, too. Of course, in my little Discord um, family music club, yeah, I suggested that album. And somebody pointed out that it sound, his singing voice sounds like a Nick Kroll character. And now I won't be able to unhear that oh no you're welcome everyone else who is listening to this oh, <laughs> i no. still i think he has a very distinctive voice but i enjoy it and i don't yeah. think it'll change how i feel about
0: that's it. fine <laughs> i like nick Kroll too so
1: yeah but yeah i like i think they're both good i would say i probably like the milky chance album a little bit more that's fair but i've only listened to both of them once so cool so yeah oh and i've also decided that i well decided i'm thinking i want to start taking up collecting vinyls that's cool. Do you have a
0: record player? I do not. Okay. I will get one. Yeah, you should. <laughs> um, it's really fun. I grew up with a mm-hmm. entertainment center in my room that had a record player built into it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: my parents had a record player growing up, so I, I remember using them. Love
0: it. Um, I have a... I think the last vinyl that I got was... Uh, I got the collector's edition, deluxe edition of... Um, Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel the Mariah Carey album. Oh wow. <laughs> and she signed it oh. and the vinyl is white. And wow. uh, I love it. It's like one of my most prized possessions.
1: I haven't I mean I haven't had collected any kind of like actual media, mm-hmm. non-digital media. Yeah. music since like the early 2000s. So,
0: so mm, I'd say like mid to late 2000s for me because I used to fuck up FYE.
1: Mhm. Uh, yeah, I mean I, will, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly when the last CD was that I bought, but I don't know where, like, where they are now. I don't have a music collection other than my Spotify library at this point.
0: <laughs> I just bought a CD Friday.
1: I don't have anything to play a CD on.
0: The only thing that I have left, actually, both my cars can still have CD players mm, in no, them.
1: Mine does not play CDs. Yeah.
0: But I only bought it because um, I saw a local band. And they Ah. were selling CDs. And I don't like how they got me to buy the CD, but I was already planning to buy the CD to support them.
1: Oh my God, I'm (laughs) hacking up the lung again. Please don't. (coughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Because
0: they did that thing that uh, artists will do where it's like, hey, yeah, I've got these CDs. And they give you the CD. And it's like, yeah, it's just going to be $15. And I'm like... (laughs) I was going to buy this, but because you did it this way, I don't want to buy it.
1: So they made you think it was free by handing it to you? Yeah. And then well, they're like, like, I already $15. knew
0: like I'm just so familiar with like how yeah. like rising artists are. And I'm just like, this is very like pyramid schemey. Mm-hmm. Like I hate when I'm like lured into a situation and they like emotionally compromise you to get you to spend money.
1: Yeah. Like, people on the street, like, vendors on the street just trying to, like... Yeah, or, like, when somebody,
0: (laughs) like, you think you're just going to hang out with an old friend that you haven't talked to in forever, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, so, by the way, I'm selling, like, Longer Burger or whatever now. (laughs) Right. And it's just, like, no. No. And if you're, like, I, I hate saying, like, if you're a nice person... Because I think that anybody who says they're a nice person is automatically not. Hmm. But if you're just, like, a person who, like, is easily put into those situations and you're just like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to, like, spend money because I'll feel bad if I don't and I feel guilty. Whenever you... I don't like when people manipulate Mm -hmm. people. Yep. But either way, good local band. Support local music. Um,
1: but I just like the idea yeah. of having a collection of my favorite albums. Like yeah. not like back in the day when you had to buy the CD before you knew if you liked it or not. Yeah. But now I can be like, well, obviously I'll buy all the Taylor Swift albums, but only the Taylor versions. Yes. And the new ones, obviously. But I can buy like Hozier albums and that The National albums and all my favorite bands, not just I randomly bought this hoping I'd like it and it's only okay.
0: Would you do used ones?
1: Sure. As long well, I mean, I hope there's must be a way to guarantee that it's not like all scratched up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about that.
0: That's cool. Well, I only say that because I like going to old record mm-hmm. stores.
1: Yeah. It's just I I have a short attention span when it comes to shopping through things, so I'd probably like kind of do a little bit of a cursory glance through things and be like, "Ah, this is too much work." And then fair enough. Like just go, go to Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, there's the, um, there's that place in downtown that sells vintage, the Vintage Vault, I think it's called.
0: I've never been to it, but I fully believe that it exists. Yeah. Because you just told me. It,
1: I, yeah, I'm not lying. It's it real. It doesn't surprise me that we
0: have <laughs> one of those. I used to go to the record exchange mm. when we had one of those here. We had two. That's yeah. where I bought um, a bunch of Nine Inch Nails albums.
1: Ah, I've never actually bought a vinyl before either
0: it's fun well, that's
1: a lie also i bought um evermore for my sister
0: no well you haven't bought one for yourself for myself no and like i feel like it's cooler to buy them now because they don't just like give you black records sometimes they do really cool stuff mm-hmm. like uh i feel like glass animals has made really cool oh, vinyls glass animals, yeah. um i forget but they'll make them all sorts of different colors i love transparent vinyls Ooh. that you can see through and they play. Ah, oh, those are cool. Those are so good. Oh, I'm excited. I'm and excited for you. I was you. just
1: scrolling through like the record players on Amazon like, oh my gosh, they're so cute.
0: Are you going to get like an old school one or like a physical? Probably. Or, like not a physical, a futuristic looking no, one. No,
1: probably. Like they have a lot of ones that look like vintage and they look like they're in a briefcase. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what
0: I assumed.
1: Because yeah. And they're not that expensive. Yeah. So. I don't need anything fancy.
0: I have one that um, Tiffany gave me but I'm probably going to get a much nicer, older one. Mm. Like, are you going to get like a little one or are you going to get like a big one that's more like a jukebox kind of deal? Just a small
1: one. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't know where I would put anything big.
0: Yeah. I think I want <laughs> a big one.
1: Mm. So. But they're all fancy. And they're all like, you can also hook up your Bluetooth to use the speakers and everything. So it's like that's convenient too fake vintage but that's fine
0: that's fine i don't need (laughs) to be authentic vintage in fact that's a perk for me yeah because i was like
1: sometimes you don't
0: like all the movies that we own it's like sometimes you just want to turn it on you don't want to get up take the disc out put it in right
1: that's like i keep buying i the only dvds or blu-rays i still buy are i buy the marvel mcu stuff even though i know i'm probably never actually going to Crack open any of these cases and watch them. I'm just going to open Disney Plus. Yeah. But I just like having them there in no, the chronological I order. <laughs> relate to that.
0: I uh, got the Steelbook like, 4K Ultra version of uh, Scream 6 mm. because I. Well, one of my PS5 plays like 4K Ultra stuff. Ah. And also, I really enjoy watching stuff in that format. And you can't really. Also, I think. The perk of that is, is that at any time digital media can just be like removed, yeah. and you can lose access to it. But a physical copy, nobody can ever take that from you, short of actually mm-hmm. breaking into your home and stealing it.
1: Right, and they can't just randomly decide to change it, like George Lucas. Yeah. changed Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You can you can have the original version forever.
0: And also, um, one of the podcasts that I listen to, uh, one of my horror movie ones, were explaining that. No matter how high quality you stream something, the physical format will always be a superior visual quality, which I'm not that big of a stickler on those things, but
1: it's a cool thing to know. Yeah, I mean, I still have I have my movie collection here. I just don't at this point. I can't Mm -hmm. remember the last time I bought a non MCU movie. I just because I never watch any of the stuff in here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I like having it. oh yeah
0: in my storage unit i have so many like all of my dvd almost all my dvds and blu-rays are still in storage i'm like i don't have room for them right now yeah and And there's just too
1: many i mean i like a lot of movies so if i stuck with buying all the ones i liked i would never i would go bankrupt same so if i just focus on okay I, i collect mcu and that's it yeah that's all like i mean that's quite a few so i yeah. still i'm way behind there's a lot i think all, almost all the phase four i haven't bought yet
0: it's fine it's not like it was the i strongest. gotta buy
1: thor four
0: <sighs> but i love that one i so. know you do i think it's so fun but that's
1: like that's just the part of me being a collector like i can't not buy it
0: oh i know even how i, you know I don't like it <laughs> Well, that's like me. Giant like Quantum Mania has been on sale for like ten bucks.
1: I liked Quantum for forever.
0: I do like it too, but I rewatched it recently with uh, Carrington, and I was like, it doesn't. As much as I like Quantum I don't like it as much as I like the other two Ant Man movies. Oh no! And so I still haven't bought it yet, just because I was yeah like, I've got the money. I could buy it anytime I want. I, was like, I don't I don't want you that badly yet. Yeah,
1: I need to buy that. Thor 4, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I need to Wakanda do that. Wakanda Forever.
0: Yep, same.
1: What else am I forgetting? I mean, Galax- Guardians of the Galaxy is an out. I'll oh,
0: Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will be purchased. Oh,
1: absolutely, yes, but. I'll probably get
0: that like a steel book or something.
1: Am I missing one? I would. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they made like Blu-ray DVD versions of the TV shows, I would buy that too. But the only one I found was WandaVision.
0: Um, i do own no way home
1: i do have that one already yeah yeah i bought that as soon as i could
0: yeah same i got that day one
1: perfect love that movie i might
0: watch that again Mm Mhm. but you want to wrap this up yeah we probably should (laughs) yeah (laughs) well if you have stuck around (laughs) this long we appreciate you
1: god bless Yep,
0: so uh, <laughs> have a fantastic night, day, evening, morning,
1: mm-hmm. life, yes. all of
0: those things. All of those things. Um, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.